Somebody's going to leave me for. I mean, Creasy's a good guy to leave me for. We so. we 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 want to talk to you about having an open podcast. But like laugh track. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Behind the Sins, presented by Cinemasin. Welcome to Behind the Sins, a weekly look at everything going on inside the world of CinemaSins. I'm Aaron Dicer, and I'm joined, as always, by Jonathan Watkins. Hello, hello. And Danae Hughes. I'm actually in the room with the peoples. We write for CinemaSins and TV Sins and do various other things inside the CinemaSins universe as well. And yes, we are all here. We're in the same room. Yes, we are in the same room. We are in the same room. Now, I know we are so amazing with our audio that it always sounds like we're in the same room. You could never never tell. Except for that week I was in a cave. That was weird, right? (laughs) It was very strange. I was in a a deprivation chamber. It may have actually been last week. Or or no, last week was Creasy, right? It was a couple weeks ago. Uh, So, yes, but we are all in the same room, and this is exciting, and this is fun, and I'm glad to hang out with you guys. And and have a good yeah. time. But I, I, I'm just, I'm excited because it, there's just a whole nother level when you can actually see somebody and, you know, facial reactions and yeah. all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So. And we've done this before. I have not been in the same room with Danae before. Though, Ever. So this is very yeah. interesting. That's, That's not true. true. That's Danae, has last been, night. Danae has been avoiding you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is Jonathan uh, in that room? I'm not going in. I'm not going in there. Uh, was last night the first time you two actually were yeah, in the same met, room together? Yeah, in person, yeah. yeah. Wow, yeah. I didn't I realize that. I immediately slid into the booth and gave him a hug. Yeah, I realized that might have been no, really I mean, inappropriate. We've, we've known each other long enough, I yeah, think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did talking. not realize that you guys had never met in person. That's... No, that's why during dinner I said it's really weird to see your mouth move. <laughs> oh, okay. I just thought it was for other reasons. I didn't know. <laughs> I, I just thought you were being rude. Well, like, you know. Eyes are up here, Aaron. I'm sorry. Why, why is your mouth moving? It's so weird. Are you still talking? Are you talking? Yeah. Uh, so this is great. Uh, Jonathan was at Disney last week. Yes, I, I was. How did Disney that go? Orlando. Um, as always, it was uh, it was a lot of fun. Uh, Disney can be. Disney sometimes doesn't necessarily feel like a vacation just because you're running around so much. Yeah. But uh, this one felt more like one than it had in a while for some reason. I don't know what the uh, what the circumstances were, but we just had a really good time. There were like no arguments, and we just had a blast. And my daughter's like the perfect age right now. I mean, she's eight years old, so it's just eight's a great age. Yeah, she's. I mean, I mean, I guess like. Four or five is a really good age, too, because of the whole, like, uh, you know, seeing the characters and yeah. stuff. But now she can ride everything, and it's just a more... No, I, I've never I've never had a, a child of the female persuasion, so I've only had boys. But I, I got to say, like, that's, that 7 to 10 range... Yeah. Is so yeah. beautiful for doing family stuff. Yeah. Like, and she and she and she's not scared of anything. So she'll ride. She's she rides more stuff than I do. Like, there's things I won't ride. That yeah, we just like. What won't you ride? Uh, I, Tower of Terror. Really? I don't like dropping. That so fun. I don't like the drop. I actually, oddly enough, the weird story about that rode that the day it opened. Have never ridden it since. It wow. was 1994. So like, I haven't even ridden it since they've done like multiple drops. And well, and all it's that it's moving to Guardians. Oh. Uh, now well, as opposed to Twilight Zone, Disneyland's already done that. Yeah, I don't. Is Disney World doing? No, oh, Dis- I, th- oh, I thought no, they were. No, they're not. They're actually creating a new Guardians of the Galaxy roller coaster. Oh, okay. So, to the best of my knowledge, Tower of Terror is staying Tower of Terror. It's going to stay Twilight Zone. Yeah, but you're right. At Disneyland, we went this summer. It's a Guardians of the Galaxy theme, exact same ride, but. It's amazing. Yeah. And you did Universal Horror Nights or whatever it is? I did do Universal Horror Nights. I had never done that before. And I want to tell people, because some people were asking about the haunted houses. I am not a haunted house person. But this was awesome. Because this is universal. So it's like it's, you know, they've got a budget. And there's like. (laughs) They've got dollars. There's there's serious production values going on in here. And you literally get immersed in these movies because they have uh, 10 houses. I believe six were IPs. So they had like an Us house. There's an Us poster behind Aaron right now. Wow. What's, what's and, IP? 
uh, inter- intellectual, intellectual property. Pro- yes. Oh, okay. So like based on other things. And then there were four that they just created on their own. Like they created their own stories behind it. But they like, they had an us one and that, and they like, you know, you're walking through it. They're playing. I've got five on it the whole time. Nice. That, you know, that great score. Scissors everywhere. And you just walk around the edge and like, yeah, somebody's like just got scissors and it's just Somebody's dropping there. a candied apple in the there sand. There you go. Yeah. And, and they, and they, I mean, they literally like, if you've seen the movies, like they really go into detail. And it's just really cool. And then the originals, they kind of come up with their own things. Like there was this one that took place underneath a Roman Colosseum. Um, it was called, I think it was called Nightingale Nightmare or something along those lines. Okay. And uh, they even had like a lion in there. I mean, it, I mean, not a real one, but I mean, they I just, thought you meant a real one. No, 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 no. But uh, but they actually had like some interesting animatronics and stuff in there. But I also cool. thought earlier when you you said you uh, literally get immersed, uh, I thought you were gonna say you literally get murdered. That's what no, I no, no, I was no, 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 no. Say. I really sounded like you were yeah, saying yeah. murdered, yeah. and I was like, but whoa, like, dude! I hope one, like you know, like did you, you all come back? Stranger Things was a great example. They did seasons two and three this year because I guess they did season one last year, and I mean, like the actors, like the the they call them characters. Uh, they look just they looked very similar to the cast of Stranger Things. And then and just the everything they created, the uh, the what is it? The upside down. Yeah. OK. I just all of a sudden that escaped me. They even had a gift shop connect uh, close to it that they did in the format of the upside down. So like when you're walking through this gift shop, there's like uh, there's like mist in the air. Whoa. Oh, wow. And all this weird stuff. So, uh, yeah, they really go all out. It's a lot of fun. Sounds amazing. Yeah. Uh, Danae is working with her brain to fight cat, cat allergies for yes. this episode. Yeah, and I may actually need to have Kleenexes because yeah. even though like my my um, sneeze guard, my scarf, sne- my, my sneeze scarf mm-hmm. will guard from me sneezing over you guys. I don't know that I want to wipe my nose on it. <laughs> yes, so I'm dealing <laughs> with some allergies. Some allergies. Uh huh. But um, Aaron gave me uh, my brain a pep talk before we got started. It's true, I did. So I haven't sneezed since the pep talk. Can so. we can we shout out real quick though? Apple Podcasts. I talked to Danae about this. this oh yeah, morning. yeah, yeah. Apple Podcasts tweeted out something. Was it what's your favorite podcast? What's your funniest? It's Which like, podcast what? makes you laugh out loud? Oh, that's yeah. what it was. And we had a de- we had a few people, and there might have even been some I didn't see if they didn't tag a, tag me. But we got uh, tagged by quite a few people. Yeah, on that there post. were quite a few people that mentioned BTS, and even one person said while they loved the Sincast, uh, BTS is the one that makes them laugh. So. <laughs> now we will Take be that rubbing A-team. that in their face tomorrow oh no no we will be totally <laughs> jeremy loved it though jeremy like tweeted below that he was like yes so <laughs> no we we, we know we better we'll rub it meeting. in their face right now yes, while they're right. not here oh that's yeah. right that's once right. they're yeah. here we'll bow yeah we'll flex right <laughs> I mean, now that's chris, right chris might be on the other side of that door we're not sure but, that's true uh, we should whisper we should whisper <laughs> but no so but just thank you though yes. that would, i would not expect from you know apple podcast you know, somebody to get on there and say, oh, yeah, BTS. So, yeah, you guys are awesome. We have people every week, too, that even tweet us out and say, hey, just reminder to listen to BTS this week. I'm, we you, I, it's a, it's crazy. I'm pretty sure we have the best fans ever. I'm no, I would sure. absolutely agree with that. Yeah, it's it's so fun to to see those things, to chat with you on Discord, to have all the. Yeah. The, the fun stuff. So, no, man, those murderinos, though, at my favorite murder might have something to say to <laughs> us. And I don't want to piss them off. So, it's probably a good idea. You're the best. It's We're pro- second. We'll, we'll take second. We're better than Sincast. That's all I hear. That's all I care. <laughs> That's all you need I'm, to know. I'm kidding. That I just, as long as, as long as at some point we get into a war with another fan base, like that's, <laughs> no. that's how, no, 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 that's how you grow. 
the passion of your fans but I don't even, is you have a you have a battle. But yep. I don't know if they know how much they're helping though get the I mean when they do stuff like yeah. that and when they yeah. write reviews and yeah. it, all of that helps so much. I mean even I mean I'm not suggesting you write a bad review but the funny thing the weird thing about Apple's uh the algorithm. way it, algorithm even if you write a, any review actually helps you. Yeah. Uh, which is weird. Yeah, cuz it's about activity. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we've gotten several bad reviews all about me. So I'm yeah. working yeah, uh-huh. on it, guys. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. Speaking of which, last week you guys did an awesome job. Uh, Creasy is amazing, and from what I could tell, uh, I I might now be the fourth favorite. Um, <laughs> So, um, and after I say that, there's going to be between. Well, well, what about Chris and Barrett? Okay, so so kids out there, uh, just keep the dreams alive. You, you one day too can be the fourth favorite host of a podcast of a three person podcast. That's uh, not true. No, Creasy's awesome. Though. He's one of the coolest dudes alive. Yeah, I'm glad so. you liked the show. It was really interesting to get that behind the scenes stuff, and I felt like it uh, felt like it was one of. We we go behind the scenes, obviously. And we're going mm-hmm. to start the show any second now, and actually start doing this. This is part of this. people love it. This part of the show. But that was a really really strong look at it, and we actually had quite a bit of um, comments happening in our Discord forum. That was like, "Hey, thank you so much. I've been really curious about specifically the editing yeah. process because a lot of the people who uh, are the super fans who join us in the forums or the chat groups or whatever." Um, they're really interested in film or editing or movie reviews or just getting kind of into that world. And so a behind the scenes look at how that works is is helpful and exciting for a lot of reasons. By the so. way, one of my favorite moments ever on the podcast might have happened in that episode. I do not remember what you guys were talking about, but it was fairly not like serious, serious. But you guys. Oh, you guys were talking about like, I guess. Um, oh, smart people liking us because of all the Big oh, Bang yeah. Theory stuff. Yeah, yeah. And then right, Ed Su- and then Danae's like, and somebody just said, I like penis in, <laughs> in Discord. Yes. <laughs> and yep. that, that literally happened. That's that was not gamut. a joke. That is the gamut. Uh, we currently sit at 32 reviews on iTunes, all uh, almost all of them five stars, two four stars. Well, oh, if we get you. to a hundred, let's have a giveaway. Danae will call you or something. I don't. I'm just you kidding. Know what? I'm kidding. I'm not going to. I would actually do that. Call every single person who's left a review. <laughs> nope. I would. I would call the one hundred. Call the one hundred. Call the one hundredth or a drawing between the one hundred. The drawing between the one hundredth. I would call and and chat. I've and actually wanted to do that already. Just be like, hey, how's it going today? And then, and then so, I will do your laundry. <laughs> so we'll we'll do that drawing, and the person will be like, actually, could Jonathan call me instead? <laughs> Wouldn't that be wonderful? So the, 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 can Creasy call me? <laughs> Is Barrett available to talk How with about B team fans? Uh, you guys ready to get into it? Yes. All right, let's start with this inside scoop. What's he building in there? Pay no attention to that man behind the curtain. This is a true story. We're going to take a look at the videos from the week. There are indeed six of them. We will progress through TV Sins, Music Video Sins, and Cinema Sins channels. Uh, we'll kick it off with TV Sins. The Good Place was the first video yep. for last week. Yep. Uh, this was a Hughes Watkins script, uh, so the other two peeps in the room uh, collaborated Which on this. Which is kind of odd, because it's one of your favorite shows. It's absolutely one of my favorite shows. So I, I, I didn't. I guess that's just the way the schedule worked. But Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, and that, it kind of happens that way sometimes, but... Um, I don't think that's true. What? 
I think you purposefully put me on the script because you've been asking me to watch this show for this, so long. We both fell in love with this show. We did. Yeah, which was really interesting because we were going back and forth as we were doing the script and we were talking about it. I've, I've actually, I've watched a few episodes since. My yeah. plan has been re- revealed, <laughs> has been laid bare by oh, Danae's astonishing well, intellect. Because it's 30 minutes. It's like 10 episodes a season yeah. or something. So it's like, I'll, you know, I'm, and they're doing the, la- they're on the final season, which is why we did this. And it's so brilliant. Danae, I think you're all the way caught up other than maybe not watching uh, yeah, the last I'm, episode this season. It's going to be a minute before I get there. But I literally did the script and then yeah. binged everything that was out there. It's that good. Yeah, it really is that good. It, it's it's a fun show. I love Kristen Bell. Like I love, she, I love Ted Danson like, genuinely too. Like, Ted Danson is yeah. so exciting. Kristen Bell and Ted Danson might be now two of my all-time favorite TV yeah. people. And they've done so many shows. I mean, that helps. There's but. a moment in the pilot um, which, by the way, we did the first and second episode because of a mix-up, like a mm-hmm. confusion, because when you get the DVD, the, the, we work off of Blu-rays. And so when we got that, the first episode had one and two mm-hmm. as like a Because starter, they aired together, yeah. Because they aired together, but it wasn't super clear. So I send the first two, not realizing it. And then everybody else had to follow suit after well, that. And so. then, well, but that's Oops. what Aaron had too. Sorry and then, about that. And then the editor's copy, though, somehow did not have it that way. Even though, so it's like how many? And this happens. How sometimes. many Blu-rays are out there of this? Yeah, yeah. It's, but it's, it's happened a couple times. So when we release this one, it says yeah. that we did two of them, which we don't usually do. But that's why. But a lot, a lot of people thought we did two because we couldn't come up with enough sins. Oh, really? There was there were some comments about uh-huh. that, like, oh, I guess you had to do two episodes, which is funny because most of the sins are from the first episode yeah so, there's barely any yeah. from that second so episode it would have yeah. actually been okay yeah <laughs> just the first one. well but, now uh, you know why we did it that way uh i, I indeed do love the show i think it's one of the the greatest new shows we've had in a long time yeah, yeah. Um, it's so fun to watch it's very unique it's so smart and I want to talk about that just a little bit for because sure. um, it is one of the hardest shows to sin the pilot for because so many things that are quote unquote sins yeah. are, are actually part of it. Yes. Yeah, they're explained later and very purposeful. So I'm glad you were there at least to shadow it because yeah, yeah. you said something and added a couple things yes. that helped us. I wanted to get make sure there. very early on in the script, I winked that we knew that, you know, like winked at. Hey, wouldn't it be amazing the if there was actually I, a show? And that, I knew, I knew the season finale twist. I'd had that. I mean, nobody purposely spoiled it for me. I might have even, I, I might have even accidentally seen the last few minutes of that episode yeah. or something when it aired. But oh yeah, that's what everybody says. It's one of the best twists ever. Well, and you just don't expect it from a sitcom yeah. like that. But, yeah. but, but hold on, I actually wrote a sin yes. that totally predicted it, and then we had to cut it because it was like, oh, that's that's a oh, reveal. Okay. But what was so frustrating about that sin cut is that. It would work if he was a good guy. Like, um, it's Ted uh, uh, at the very beginning. He says something like, you know, you're going to be happy here or you're in the good place or he's telling Mm -hmm. her that. And I'm like, yeah, that's exactly what an evil overlord would say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the sin. Yeah. If he was a good guy. Right. But he's actually not. Yeah. Um, Spoiler after I spoiled it. Sorry about that. (laughs) No, Um, that's okay. I already knew it. That's just like. So then I had to cut it, and I was so proud of that one. It's a it's a great catch, but at the same time, the comments would be as they already are. By the way, yeah, uh-huh. the comments are already with some of our sins going. That's explained later. Like we, we know. know, but <laughs> also, and I mean, we've said this before, but I mean, the way Aaron and I decided to go about it from the get go was that the narrator has not watched past yeah, this episode, right? Yep. 
So that's why we'll throw stuff in sometimes, like or so I saw on YouTube. Yeah, you know, we'll something wink. Like we'll that. wink yeah. at it. Or oh, I accidentally fast forwarded and saw yeah. this, or I saw or, a reveal on Twitter and this. Or yeah. surely that will never happen. Right. As our, yeah. As our we'll, main we'll do a little one. wink, wink. But there was also a part. Um, uh, go back to Ted. Um, when uh, later on in the season, <laughs> friend of the show Ted. <laughs> yeah, our friend Ted. Uh, it's when Kristen's character stands up and says she's what's wrong with the good place mm-hmm. in that first season. I think it might even be towards the end of the first season. Yeah, and he looks at her, and he looks so wicked. Like he's he's a, yeah. he's a good guy, and he has that good facade. But something about the way he emotes in his eyes. Yeah. And I got chills while I was watching it, and it still hadn't been revealed that he actually is yeah. a bad guy. And so I'm still kind of on the fence, going, "What is this? Gonna, you know, what is the reveal? Like, what's the twist?" Because I know everybody was talking about it. I've gone back to that moment so many times, thinking about Ted playing that role, mm-hmm. and of course his character develops as the show progresses and everything. But that one moment. I was really impressed with his acting and I haven't watched him a lot. So between him and Kristen, I'm like, this is so much fun. He's a really good actor. Yeah. I mean, mean, Cheers is one of the, probably the greatest sitcoms of all time. Uh, Becker's a lot better than you would think. I mean, mainly because of him. He was on CSI for three or four years and he was really good on that. I mean, he's, he's done various roles. He's three men and a baby. I mean, he's done movies too. Oh my God. Yeah, that movie yeah. when I was little my uh, mom and dad would like watch yeah. oldies <gasps> I so want to go back and watch that it's uh it's super problematic these days oh, but that's it? okay <laughs> <laughs> um, what is it it was made before the year 2000 <laughs> oh man no it, you know but uh but no he's he's great I don't there's just something about him like I I wouldn't like when we're talking about our favorite actors I don't know that he would ever pop in my head right but like but then when I watch him I'm like I love Ted Danson yeah I was really More impressed Ted Danson please um, I wanted to, I mean, like, Aaron, if you've got something specific, but there was a couple of sins I really had a fun time well, with. Well, I was just writing. also going to mention the fact that uh, as great as Kristen and Ted are, uh, Jamila, uh, Jamil, yeah, uh, D'Arcy Carden, uh, William Jackson Harper as Chidi is phenomenal. They're so good. Uh, Manny Jacinto, uh as the Jason character that's, you know, a monk at the beginning. He's my least favorite. Is this uh, one of Jamil? Is this like one of her first things? I think at so. Least I think here? the rest of this cast, are. it's pretty much yeah, how they wrote. She's to prominence just, and she has a like a which we we uh in the friends when we're going to talk about the uh, previously on actually reference this but she has very much a rose burn quality yeah, to her yeah especially from that movie spy but uh that i just couldn't get i couldn't get away from yeah she's hilarious yeah so this whole cast is great and uh uh cheaty william jackson harper is like a stud like it's so funny yeah, to yeah, see yeah. him in real life and the show actually plays with it later yeah. on. Like he takes off his shirt at one point. And <laughs> it's like, oh my goodness, yeah, Chidi is jacked. No wonder Kristen loves. <laughs> but when you. she when when she goes back thinking about like the good things, she when he asks like, have you done anything good? And uh, she walks up and the guy's like, you know, would you like to hear about whatever? And then she throws the cup and says, eat my farts. I had to stop because I was crying. <laughs> I, it was just something about the way she delivered that line, She's even great. though it's so stupid. I mean, who yeah. says eat my farts? But and I know we made a sin about, you know, it should have been a curse word, which was awesome. But, it should have been. But I love that she but but that made it funnier for some reason <laughs> yeah. to me. It reminded me of like, uh, Could you eat my farts? Last Man on Earth. Did you ever watch Last Man on Earth? Yeah. Oh, that was a fun show. He always said farts. Yeah. He that, was did. His, that was always oh, his thing. Farts. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, uh, yeah, let's talk about the video itself. Danae, what were you going to say about some of the sins that you really liked? I really loved, and I wrote a, a sin about it and had all the arrows kind of pointing to when they're doing like the sin counter. That is the main one I wanted to mention too. And, yeah. and it's so fun, but you have to 
to to see it, you have to pause it and yeah. then, like actually read them. But reading them on the screen was absolutely hilarious to me. And it is a nod that it's all just ridiculousness. You know, yeah. the, the whole weight system is ridiculous. Um, and they give credit and like, mm-hmm. you know, actual background story to that later on. So when you're watching the pilot, you're thinking, okay, this is just goofiness. Right. But it actually turns into something that has, you know, like a real... Um, like there's purposeful weighing all these different things, but some of them that I really loved was smile, sweetheart. If you say smile, sweetheart, it's like really bad. And mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> people tell people calling you guys don't have to probably deal with this, but for me, I'm like short in stature and mm-hmm. people think I'm 12 sometimes still. And I'm like, no guys, I'm, I'm a full, I'm a full adult woman. I don't, th- I don't think it matters for the guys that doesn't. are saying this to and, you. And if you're having like a rough day, it's crazy, and I never really thought about how weird it is until the last like five years. The guys some, will tell you to smile. Some guy will always say, "Oh, honey, you're too pretty to frown. You should smile, sweetheart." Yeah, I'm oh, like, get awful. out of my face. <laughs> <laughs> well, and it's, I mean, and I, we don't get that specifically, but like just anything, like because you do not know what another person's day is like that you're passing randomly. It's just weird to tell someone to like, anyways, yeah, so yeah, I, I yeah, love yeah, that, that it was represented that. as a negative. Yeah. Um, other negatives are, were blow, uh, blow your nose by pressing down on one nostril and, um, and blowing out of the other nostril. Yeah. Uh, using Facebook as a verb was on there. Or just using Facebook. Be a, commi- <laughs> uh, be a commissioner of professional football league, which I thought was hilarious. Cause my husband's super into that stuff. Um, and began to compose a social media post about David Bowie dying and then thought the world doesn't need to hear my thoughts on David Bowie. That was a positive and one. And you got a positive points for that. <laughs> yes. No, the, that kind of stuff is great. But the genocide versus ending slavery, I wrote that down. That was my favorite sin. And I actually tried to write a couple of sins around this area, and I just can never get anything to come out. And I was like, surely Danae is going to nail this, so I'm just going to let it go. Yeah, I just, I imagine the person it's who's nice when like, you have a second writer. Yeah. I just imagine the person who like looks at this and goes, okay, I really want to do some genocide <laughs> how do i still end up in the positive i guess i ain't in slavery <laughs> bye everybody uh did you have any other fun uh ones that stood out to you or anything else from the actual video itself uh i just i loved it i thought it was a ton yeah. of fun so. uh, super big recommend for me to watch yeah. that one the um i did like i would want to mention yet another example of one where i i wrote something uh about star trek and universal communicators i do not remember which one of you it was maybe it was both of you but you guys morphed it into something that was hilarious. So I, I was I just love when that happens. That is that is fun. I don't mind combines. People, I like when people make my stuff better because I need it. I we do all do. Too. <laughs> we all need we it. We actually talked about that on the Can drive like- to Nashville. Um all right, let's move on to Friends, the one with Ross's wedding. This was a Dicer Watkins joint. Jonathan and I wrote on this one. Uh this is also a two-parter. We did two two-parters in this the same on, week. This is on purpose. Yeah, this one we did on purpose. Because we didn't know how to split it up because it kind of has to go together. Yeah, it does feel like um, it needs to go together. I, I always hated the Emily storyline on Friends. I just want to throw that out there. Uh, nothing against the actress. Yeah. I just, it felt like a rehash of the Julie thing from season two, which well, sure. also wasn't very good. Yeah. And um, I I just don't like when um, your, 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 your favorite TV show characters uh, go on vacation. 
I have never liked that. It's well because it changes the entire dynamic. Yeah. yeah. There's you can't shoot that on location in London and it feel the same way. Yeah. We, we made a reference to the fact that the laugh track is weirder. Yeah. When it's outdoors. Yeah, because like, there's not a studio audience. No. There. So no. why would there be people laughing? Um, the <laughs> fact that they're just not used to shooting on location. Yeah. So you know, cameras are showing in reflections and the there's track. The, the dolly yeah. track in the background. You know, the all the cameos, that which I mean, the cameos are fine. I mean, I like Jennifer Saunders is great. Yeah, but they're and, completely yeah. pointless. List. Yeah. I mean, well, the Jennifer Saunders one is actually a character, but I just mean like the like, like the Richard Branson one, and just out yeah. of nowhere. And even even like I mean, I guess Hugh Laurie would fall under the Jennifer Saunders thing, but even and he wasn't, you know, House wasn't there yet. Right. But still, I mean, we'll even make the. I think that Sin stayed in right about the. This has a bunch of people that if you were watching yes. BBC yeah. at the time or PBS, you yeah. would, you would know who they were. <laughs> yes. Yeah, the cast of Are You Being Served was going to end up being the wedding band. Yeah, yeah that was a good one. Uh, so yeah, going on location is just, I don't yeah. know. I didn't like it. And I'm agree with you. I think, I mean, how many times do we need to see Ross with somebody else just so they can, you know, and I'm with Zanae on Rachel on this episode for sure. Yeah. 100%. She's, but I mean, that's the writers. I mean, that's the writers not staying consistent with these characters, but like, I mean, I mean, how do you come out of this liking Rachel? I mean, you're supposed to feel like, oh, she went there to yeah. destroy the wedding, but she didn't do it. And you're supposed to give her credit. And it's like, but like, but Emily, you still kind of did. But well, and Emily's not a villain. Like, it's not like like they Emily wasn't like a bad person at all. She was right. super sweet, you know, yeah. so I just they could have done it a different way. Like, I just thought the way they did it seemed really harsh. Did you guys know that the original intent was for the Emily Ross thing to work out? No, like, they were supposed to stay married through the rest of the show. Oh, I would have been I mean, that might have been okay because then at least we would have gotten to know her. Yeah, but she uh, I think there was some uh, scheduling conflict with her and she didn't want to be on the show anymore. And so this was kind of a last second. This could have been like a last second shuffling. They're like, what are we going to do? Oh, let's have Rachel screw things up. Yeah. Or I guess Ross Ross screws it up. But yeah, no, I think that was always planned to add that tension to it. But they would stay together and work it out and try to figure it out. Because I'm trying to remember if she's even on the. I mean, I think she does pop back up in an episode or two, like while they're trying to work it out. But um, it's been a minute since I've seen those episodes. But the, yeah. yeah, their relationship is just the Ross Rachel relationship for me is just so back and forth and so tumultuous. And so like in real life, I can't imagine there being a moment where you would choose to stay. But then I also I run from responsibility and commitment. So maybe I just don't relate. You know, <laughs> you rarely hear <laughs> about relationships, though, like that working out. In I the know. End. Um, unless that's a really positive one but in this case you've got Ross who just you know is trying to continue to move on and then like he's also awkwardly pursuing Rachel all the time too and so but you know it's a show and I really keep going back to my revelation that back in the day there was all this time in between each episode and I think people kind of created this version of the story in their mind and when you're watching these shows you know either back to back or Mm -hmm. what we're doing right now with TV Sins you know doing a run on, on Friends it's like man this is just it's hard to imagine that they that they have substance. At least what we're seeing, it doesn't yeah. feel like substance. So you kind of have to imagine that in the in the week in between when they're recording, that substance is somehow happening between them. You and know? and I mean, and you start the Monica Chandler relationship, which is really interesting. But then you immediately take focus away from it. Yeah, and they did this twice, by the way. There's a, it might even be the next season finale. Uh, they go to Vegas. And Monica and Chandler decide they're going to get married 
at the last second, and when they go to the when they go to the church in Vegas, a drunk Ross and Rachel come out of the church because they just got married. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So they've done this twice, like they do at least twice in the series where they take focus away. Yeah. From a much more interesting relationship. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, they're great together, uh, uh, Matthew Perry and uh, and they've been great together the whole series. Yeah. Uh, just playing off each other, uh, Courtney Cox. And uh, so that's a that's a great moment in this show, in this episode. But then it just gets completely washed under the table. Uh, one of my favorite sins uh, was the show gave us an incessant number of establishing shots of Big Ben, but can't afford to bring over Little Ben. <laughs> and that one took me a second. Yeah. And then I realized that they never have the son. Yeah, Ross's ben, kid isn't there. Ever. Well, we, and we went we went back and forth we did. a little we bit on that. I was, yeah, I mean, because I, uh, I, I think Barrett worked with this mm-hmm. on this with us, so we talked about it a little bit because it was kind of like, well, I mean, you know, there there might be very good reasons he's not there, but then in the grand scheme of things, like, no, why wouldn't he be there at all? Yeah, they, yeah. they wouldn't even bring in a kid actor to to grow up or anything. You yeah, know? but that, I don't but know. The, again, it, it for me the reason the sin works is because it's another example of how the show does not care about their actual lives. Like, it, oh, is, it yeah. is just about the six of them and how they relate to each other. Right. Which, okay, fine, I get it. Yeah. But at some point, that's not realistic. That's not right. authentic. You know? No, yeah, it is about their friendship and not about their lives outside of the friendship. Right. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, because you get, I mean, you get, um, you get Judy and, um, I can't remember really, Gold's character's name. But you get you get Ross and Monica's parents. That's mm-hmm. about it. Those are the only really consistent ones. They do bring Ben back eventually because the kid from um, that terrible Adam Sandler movie. Uh, I don't remember. Uh, Big Daddy, I okay. believe it was called. Yeah. It's like the kid he has to raise in that movie. Oh, okay. uh, he ends up playing Ben later. But um, but yeah, that's that's weird that he wouldn't be there um, yeah. at all. And it's a good play on words, so it kind of yes. works. It works. That was both and that ways. was the other thing. I didn't want to lose the joke. Yeah. I thought it was a good joke. No, no, exactly. I didn't, I didn't Absolutely. Want it to go away. Absolutely. No, so, I thought it was great. It worked enough. Uh, I'm glad Judy the kids is is catching on. Um, oh my god, in, that's hilarious! In the comments, uh, there's a lot of Judy the kids, uh, uh, which I love. I was glad I got to keep the absolutely fabulous set, which which yes. Jeremy did perfect. Yeah. Uh, that was a sin for my wife because that's one of her all time. She's an Abfab fan. Yeah. And she loves Jennifer Saunders. And uh, and uh, that's not a show I ever really could get into. But I've seen every episode because she loves it. Yeah. Uh, but uh, and she's actually really funny in this episode. I didn't remember her being in it. So that was kind of a nice surprise because I didn't know who she was. Yeah. When I saw this, just like I didn't know who Hugh Laurie was. Yeah. So um, and Hugh Laurie does have that one good moment. I was glad we took the sin off because I was like, okay, that that was one spot where I could see the laugh track. Oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in fairness, you were it does seem like you were on a break. <laughs> um, but yeah, oh, and then I also selfies, we had the selfies uh sin right at the end of the first episode mm-hmm. and then the start of the second episode we do the landlines. I really enjoyed having the two like one-liners back to back, especially cuz it was right at that break. I had to do the selfies thing because it was pre it was pre cell phones. Yeah. But they were using the camcorder yeah. like they were taking a selfie. Yeah. And I was like, oh, we did do selfies yeah. before oh, cell yeah. phones. Well the first cameras. Yeah. They would do selfies. Yeah. I didn't even and, think about that. Yeah. yeah. I mean people have been trying to take photos of themselves somehow since the photography yeah, re- started. You used to have to set up that timer and then run really yeah. quickly, you know. For real. Yeah. I uh if you look at uh, Norman Rockwell's famous Thanksgiving yeah. painting. It looks like the guy at the end of the table is taking a selfie of the table. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. I'll have to check that out again. Uh, I don't, the I first selfie was taken in 1839. Wow. Just so you know. Nice. 
Um, anything else about uh, Friends, the one with Ross's well, wedding? We were talking about how weird the audience uh, laughter was, or yeah. the, the laugh track. That clap, which we send the hell out of this, that clap that Matthew Perry gets, mm-hmm. I still will never understand that. Like, it's yeah. not even like a good moment. He just, he just, audience was pumped up, man. He just like, he gave like a bad toast. And then, and then he was like, you know, fine, Ross and Rachel, or <laughs> I mean, not Ross and Rachel, uh, you know what I meant? Yeah. Ross and Emily. And then, and then it's just, you hear this like huge, like clap. Like you would have thought, like, I mean, like the Monica Chandler in the bed thing would have made sense. Yeah. But like that was where you have the clap, which is why I wrote that in there. Like this yeah. is where you clap. Yeah, it's it's a really popular episode for some reason, but I don't. I it's definitely it's the one Rachel I don't moment. Get. It's the Rachel. It's, it's saying the be. wrong name moment. That that's and that's clever writing. That really is. And how great awful writing. is that? And how how it's, has it ever happened in real life? Probably. And is it the worst thing ever? Yeah, that's bad. <laughs> That's bad, bad, bad. Um, yeah, it is, and 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 I mean, and they don't. I don't know. I have sympathy. I, I look. I, I I mean, as much as I call my kids the wrong names, or <laughs> that's different. Like in you know, I've called I, you know, I've called my wife Danae. I've called Danae Jen. Like you know. Oh my gosh, I call Justin Aaron all the time. Yeah, oh, it, it, and it, vice versa. And it's worse. It's worse if you. Ha- I have an ex-wife, and um, I've accidentally called my wife that name a couple of times. It happens, right? Like it, there's a brain. Not, but connection. there's nothing. There's nothing I there. Know, yeah, I know. It's just that your but brain is. Wedding I did not do it at the wedding. This was like early on in a relationship where I just got into All right, fair but, point, Danae. Fair point. But it does it does happen. But yeah, no, that that is a good that is a well written moment. Yeah. Um, but it's still at the same time, you're just like, why does this This is the, why do you have to make Rachel out to be such an awful person in this or in Ross too for that matter? I mean, I guess that's really Ross, not Rachel, but um But her intent was to break it up, so the the way they forced uh, Phoebe being able to be able to hear the wedding with you know the call to oh that was Joey, a great moment Joey um, or whatever I and, liked uh, you barely even see Ross's face but I love that shot where he goes and puts the phone up to Ross's face yeah. it's like hey it's Phoebe <laughs> <laughs> it's like he's mad <laughs> <laughs> so yeah um, anyway uh, we have even more uh, Ross relationships to cover in this series of. Yeah, TV we're not. Sins. We're not we aren't quite done, done yet. yet. So. Oh, he and he has so many interesting relationships. So many relations. Ross and his relationships. Was that the name of the show? <laughs> Rosslation. Rosslation. Relationos. It doesn't yeah, work. It doesn't work. Uh, let's move on to music video sins. Chicken noodle soup. Chicken uh, noodle soup. Is Chicken the, noodle soup. I think it's. Uh, I I don't even have the With artist the here, but it's. Oh, it's. Uh, it's. It's J Hope from uh, the BTS. BTS, and then Becky G. I didn't even know he was on this podcast. <laughs> and then. Uh, and then Becky G is is on this song with them, and she's a you know she's a fairly popular uh, singer songwriter. I don't so. have a ton to say other than it's a fun little pop song. It's I okay. Mean, it's, um, it's definitely pop music. If you have uh, a kid my age though that just discovered it, I'm unfortunately going to have to hear it. Uh, well, and that's I, what that yeah. is literally what I have written down. Fun pop song for sure, but I bet it gets old fast, and you may be experiencing that. Well, it's fun because they have a fun dance that the mm-hmm. you know in the TikTok realm. There's always these dances to learn. It's you know, dancing yeah. is just kind of part of pop culture anyway yeah. but then with video and just being able to like consume and just yeah. watch a video a lot of people love learning those dance moves yeah. and so this one introduces some fun ones that are wacky and interesting and everyone knows how to say chicken noodle but soup. isn't it kind of <laughs> so, but isn't it just kind of a variation on the chicken dance isn't that all that's, it is that was the best outtake that was yeah when, when they played the chicken dance yeah. while they were i was yeah. just like that is yeah. so perfect yeah no but that's okay right just sort of like add a yeah. new flair to it and also there's a lot more hair toss 
dressing in this one than there oh, is. Oh, that the, is true. The, if, you, if you're going to do the chicken dance, your 80-year-old grandmother can do the yeah. chicken dance. This one requires you to have like some stability in your core yeah. and also the ability to flip your hair without throwing your neck out. Well, yeah, Becky, you need, Becky you need, G's got a lot of hair, so she's got to throw it true. somewhere. You need a distinct lack of osteoporosis. I, to there do you that. go. That's I it. also like, um, I like the... Uh, the uh, I guess I don't know how you say it. The the combination though of you've got like you've got J Hope with his K pop influence coming in, and then you've got Becky G, which she's more straight pop, but I definitely feel like she brings a lot of her like Hispanic uh, yeah. nature into yeah. There's into kind of the a Latinx song. hip hop, La- kind yeah, of vibe. yeah. It's yeah. like a Latin K pop mix, which mm-hmm. is which is it's a jambalaya. It's not it's not That's, what I would like to come from that. It's a gumbo, but it's still interesting. It's you know, a goulash. You, get, you went very Creole, and it's I don't know a, there's any Creole in here at all. But well. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's it's a melting pot of pop. It's a it's a pop pot. A melting pop. It's a melting pop. Okay. <laughs> I really like the uh, the sin that's like cool 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 cool. So there's also one from Becky, right? About the blimp. <laughs> yeah. I loved that so much. Just the way that Jeremy like cool 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 cool. Yeah yeah yeah. You got a blimp. Cool. Where's Becky's? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good. <laughs> that made me that made me really really happy. Um, I actually really like the video. Yeah. I, I had a good time. It's, I was smiling. The actual music video yeah, or yeah, yeah. the Sins video? Both. Both, yeah. But I watched the music video and I'm it's like, fun, this is right? fun. Like it's fun, right? What is up with the monster trucks though? Well, uh, th- they're into car culture. This is a car uh, yeah. culture. I mean, they're, they've got the cars spinning. They've got cars popping in the back, you know, low riders or whatever with, with the hydraulics yeah, but, that are kind of doing their thing. Like and, this song is not going to pop up in a Fast and Furious movie though. Like that, that's what I don't get, I guess. I guess it's just the Maybe the, the remix the will. Music Did they do a mix. Fast and Furious pun in this? In this, I think so. Okay, all right. I don't remember. Th- there is a Fast and Furious. It was a Fast and Epicurious. Epicurious. That's right. That's right. And yes. I loved that joke. Yeah. Because I was like Epicurious. I remember that. And then I went and looked it yes. up. And yeah, that was brilliant. Um, I, would, I always love one of my favorite things writing for MVS is uh, the whenever we get to do a reboot then because there's a there's so many times in songs where somebody just repeats that over and over the same line. And I think Aaron, I think Barrett started this, but yeah. that's always a fun like kind of uh, running gag for those. I really enjoyed the uh, the sin off. In this yeah. one, where they mention the dancing, and then also we make fun of ourselves for being old. We call ourselves, yes. you know, an, an old. Lit. Yeah, though that was great, and the way Jeremy read that, too, yeah, like before I old. start using words like turnt, <laughs> turnt lit. Uh, I think it was lit. Well, he said lit, oh, oh, and then he's okay. like, before I start using words like turnt, and there was another one. When the narrator gets frustrated that now he's got to be trilingual. Yes, <laughs> that was. Uh, yeah, there's good stuff in here. Yeah, that, that was a good one. And uh, going to the outtakes, I thought the "Make It Rain" outtake was my favorite because yeah. it lined up so well with him dancing and, and singing. So yeah, no, that was. And anytime too. you can make fun of, of "Make It Rain," I'm down. Yeah, <laughs> this is a good one. Uh, can we move on to yeah, music from behind? Taylor sure. Swift. Uh, I loved this story so much. The little the meth dealer's daughter slayed me she every cut to that little girl like you on know, her ipad frustrated on her on iPad, the frustrated that taylor <laughs> swift was being famous i don't know man it tickled me it just tickled me i i wonder uh because these videos are so wackadoo i wonder if there's plans to do like a kill bill type thing where the little girl grows up to, for revenge uh-huh. just like there's a, a there's a big question about like in kill bill if the little girl uh, that was there for her mom's yeah, murder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now that she's actually old enough to, you know, make a movie, yeah. th- there's curiosity if she's actually going to be that like was, in a revenge uh, film. That was Vivica Fox's 
daughter? Is that what she's talking I, about? I feel like there was yes. like, and then Uma Thurman talks to her, right? Like yes. says something and like, says you can come find me yeah. whenever you're older. So like yeah. the, the, that's such a cool scene. The by curiosity. The way. I mean, it is cool if you are okay with a child watching. Your no, 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 no. I'm not, but I'm saying, but as far as like, <laughs> it's so cool, man. It's a very, like, I just, I'm looking at it. Like it's a very, it's a very well done dramatic moment. Like it's just one of those, it's just a very well scripted moment. Yeah. yeah. Not looking at like anyway. the traumas. You right, know, I know. Stuff. I was yeah. I was teasing. No, I know, I know. Um, but it reminded me of that, like, because it kind of they sometimes will these mu- uh, music from behind videos will do a like a little setup for you know, we'll find out next time because we're going to come back and talk about this. So right. there's sort of this little teaser element to it, and I wonder if they really are going to come back and. I mean, and I do would it. think eventually he might do. He Who might. Knows, re- he might bring people back for certain. But I, yeah, I, I haven't asked him about it, so I don't know for a fact. I, I have, I have nothing to do with this other than I just, I'm part of the review process. Right. Right. But um, which I mean, this is the easiest thing to review too because it's kind. Of, we know we do it every week. <laughs> it's you just go along no, and go saying, great but, joke. But, but like yeah, but be a part of the review process because there's no there's no uh, fact sub, checking. There's no subtitles. Yeah. <laughs> there's no fact checking. There's no subtitles on the screen, so I don't have to worry about like somebody didn't say the or whatever. Right. Yeah. 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 And uh, so you could just kind of watch it and enjoy it. And yeah. Then, um, there might be like a like with a clip like the way it cuts or something yeah maybe but other, there's a fragment of video yeah, or something but somewhere other, but yeah. that's even rare um so and it could be purposeful you never <laughs> you know never know yeah and, no. it, and they're always they're just funny so yep. i enjoy watching them multiple times yeah i have really nothing to say about this 83 top 10 hits from her first four solo albums was just funny yeah, yeah. for some reason that was just a real and, quick throwaway and the one line. that was Katy perry's song instead which happened didn't, oh yeah. wasn't that one of the things that happened real publicly somebody in an interview uh asked either taylor or oh about the other one song. I, I don't know i'm that. sure that's happened and it, it was it was like this little yeah i can't remember i should have looked as it up sure as i am that husbands you know call wives by the wrong name <laughs> yeah. at their wedding yes. I'm, I'm sure that that's um, happened yeah that was that was a really that was really good stuff too yeah yeah so as usual mfb really nice funny. yes applause we should just <laughs> we should just say and for mfb this week and just Ditto. play applause yeah <laughs> yeah We'll get that. We'll chime in that Matthew Perry applause that he got. We'll yeah, just put exactly. that in the uh, as an outtake. All right, let's move on to Cinema Sins, The Adams Family, the 1991 version. Uh, this was an Atkinson Hughes joint. Uh, Chris and Danae rocking this one. So Danae, I guess we'll you know go to you. What did you think about this movie since you just watched it again? It was great. <laughs> Am I a good interviewer? Yes. Do you, do you, do you really like this movie though? That is a, that is actually I'm curious. Um, I remember watching this movie for the first time when I was. Like, I don't even remember how old I was mm-hmm. when I watched it, but it was kind of when, you know, movies were just fantastical and this was such yeah, a yeah. different type yeah. of movie. My parents raised me on Disney. So this is probably one of the first movies that had that darker element to it. The wackiness, yeah. you know, uh, the uh, I'm going to say gore factor and it's not at all. No, I know what you're saying. But yeah. like the insinuation that they're going to be electrocuting each other and chopping. Yeah, there's a darkness. No, there's, yeah. a dark, there's a definite darkness to this. And yeah. that's the first time that it was done in like a fun wacky way. Yeah. And I was fascinated by it and I had a really good time watching it. So I actually enjoyed it when I was younger. I, yeah, I did too. I saw this in the theater. I was 14 or 15. I don't know when in 91. I think mine was like out. VHS at yeah. home. So I don't know when it came out that year, but I was like 14 or 15. And uh, I guess it was probably fall. So I was probably 15. But um, I liked it a lot then. I do not think this movie has aged well. 
Um, I think this movie is super lazy. I disagree. And, and I well, that, that's cool. But I but my Let's one fight. 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 fight no fight fight. I think this movie is lazy, Wait. and I think also <laughs> this movie doesn't know what it wants to be. And I, I and I think a lot of that has to do with Barry Son. It's Barry Sonfeld directed this, yeah. right? I think a lot of it has to do with him. I just do not think he was the right director for. Well, this. but there's there's a different. So so as I'm watching more and more movies because yeah. I have to now. Um, I feel like there's just a different era of storytelling, and this is in a different yeah. era of storytelling. I feel like if it was to be done now, the audience would probably be really interested in seeing them out in the real world. You mean like like, like there's a current Adams Family movie out now? Oh, because that's why there? we did this. Oh, oh, guys, it's animated though, right? It's animated. You it have animated. a plan? That's so <laughs> weird. I'm. I should probably start paying attention to that part of this job at some point. But in time. it's 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 a straight up kids movie though. Uh, yeah. I, I did see that yeah. uh, when we went to the theater last night, there was a poster yeah, yeah. and I went, Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it made a lot uh, of money this week. But I think I can kind of go back to that place. And maybe it is because I have a nostalgia experience with this movie where I can kind of forgive it yeah. for the things that the stuff that's out to me. Uh, first of all, it's interesting to write on this one and, and be uh, just two people on a script now, yeah. because uh, just so you guys know, when I first started writing with CinemaSins, it was me along with two other writers. Yeah. So like it, me getting used to writing sins, mm -hmm. it didn't like uh, the buffer of how many sins I'm writing or yeah. the quality didn't matter as much because the the team was doing the bulk of the writing and, and you still and mine have were a kind shadow. of bonuses. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Still got a little bit of a governor, a little babysitter. Yes. Yeah. I'm still I still technically have training wheels. <laughs> That's right, yeah. <laughs> but they were really like big training wheels at the very beginning. So uh starting really recently, I'm more in that role of, okay, your responsibilities are kind of upping. You need to bring more to the table uh, as being one of the main writers yeah. on a script instead of like the other person. Mm -hmm. And so this is one of the first times I've done that on a on actual movie yeah. with someone. Um, so that was uh, like the pressure kind of mm -hmm. was on in like a new way. And, and so for me, I'm also looking at the comments differently. And oh, interesting. So a lot of the comments are like people. I don't think they understand that we're watching this as if we don't know like the ending. And yeah. so when we're sending something in the middle of the movie, mm -hmm. we're not acting like we know everything about the movie. And so there's this one particular sin that I really like enjoyed and people kind of like are poo-pooing on and I'm way more offended this time about it than I have been before. <laughs> so that's kind of fun. But it's the whole Fester thing. Yeah. You know, yeah. Fester yeah. has literally like been gone for however many years. So how does anyone know what he looks like? And there's only one painting in the entire place that yeah. doesn't look like him. So there's this moment when it fades from the fester that was found at sea and raised by this crazy yeah. woman to the fester that the family would know. But there's, I just, I realized as I was watching it this time that that doesn't make any sense. And there were some other things watching it with these new eyes on the critical eye or whatever that surely doesn't line up. But for overall, I think it was still That's just cool. a fun kooky movie. We call that sin brain. The, oh, I will yes. say the acting is top notch. And yeah. Especially. I love that you guys brought up Angelica Houston. Um, yes. Cause I and think Christina Ricci. Well, as, as good as Christina Ricci is, I think she's the one, at least at the time, especially got she attention. was the one that got all the attention. Yeah. Yeah, I true. think Angelica Houston is probably the best part of the movie. Well, that's because uh, I think at the time, Raw Julia is great too. Yeah. Though, there weren't a lot of young girl characters yeah. that could be emo or serious yeah, or morbid. Um, it was all Disney yeah. princess, Disney princess. And so I think that's why she got a lot yeah, of you attention. Had like, well, and she did a great job. You had Winona Ryder from like Beetlejuice and Edward Scissorhands. Yeah, that's hands, true. Yep. And then you had, and maybe Heather's, and then you had Christina Ricci yeah. and Adam's family, yep. who was way younger than Winona yes. Ryder. 
Um, so yeah, she's very good. The acting is good. It, this movie looks amazing. Uh, I love the look of this movie. Yeah, it's um, fun. Not all the effects work, but I love the look of it. Even like stuff like Lurch and I just yeah. and just the house and even though the house changes, as you guys pointed out, which is really funny. But like I said, I just don't like that. It never knows what. And I think this has a lot to do with the fact that it was a big studio release. I don't know how adept Barry Seinfeld is at doing dark comedy. Although I will say City Slickers is kind of dark, um, which he had done before this. It's true. Um, or maybe it was right after this. I don't know. But um, but just overall, like I just like you have those scenes like where and you guys touched on this a bunch. You have that scene where Angelica Houston stops Christina Ricci and then hands her the axe or whatever that was. Right. And it's like I'm sitting there thinking like that's funny. It's clever in a different movie, though. But like in this movie, I don't think it makes sense. Like, is she actually chopping him up? Like, OK, so yeah, let's like, talk like, about that. Say, like, what Can is going on that? here? Because I actually it's have like the dude insight. with no pants and Big Bang Theory. I did so much research. Imagine that. OK. OK. So there's this theory that the Adams clan, the Adams people, that they can't kill each other. OK. Only other people can kill them. And in this movie, there's a moment whenever they're doing the sword fight at the end. Yeah. And uh, the dad. Gomez. Gomez. When Gomez has his hand slashed uh, and bleeds. And there's this look of like surprise. And you would think that maybe it's because this guy finally got him. But the theory is through this movie and other like, you know, world building out there for the Adams family is that they can't kill each other, which is why they can electrocute each other and like go chop things and like drink poison or they cannot hurt their family members. But then like with the law, the mob lynchings of the witches and things, they can be killed by other people. Mm. And so there's this whole thread on Reddit about it and just these theories. about it. And when you think about it, it actually kind of makes sense because they don't fear each other at all. See, I'm sorry. I was just saying, in case you can't edit the previous thing out, Barry Sonnenfeld did not direct City Slickers. That was Ron Underwood. This is actually his directorial debut. Fair enough. Oh, interesting. Yeah. This was Barry Sonnenfeld's first movie? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but he did do the sequel, obviously. He did get Shorty. He did Men in Black. So, I mean, he's, you know, he was was really popular there in the 90s. Uh, I would have gone the opposite way uh, as opposed to doing research and trying to make this work and just gone, this, I mean, it's a stupid, like, this yeah. is trying I, yeah, to yeah, be yeah. a stupid I, movie. I like, agree with you, but I but I feel like they wanted it to be a darker comedy. And maybe, right. like I said, maybe because it was a studio family release, they couldn't quite go there. So I feel like they should have just pulled back more as far know, as like trying it. to go there. I don't know. So it, just, it was too much of a jumble for me. And like, I love, like, I watched the show. Yeah. Um, growing up in syndication, uh, you know, reruns. It was only on for like two seasons, so it wasn't on very long. My my take but. is I think they really just wanted to em- emphasize the clever yeah. juxtaposition of, of you know, and good versus bad. And the actors are bad. on board. Yeah. And that yeah. helps. That yeah. helps 100%. Yeah, and it is clever. It really is yeah. interesting the way they turn the idea of what good is, yeah. what bad is. Now, they aren't always consistent with it, which yeah. I love when the video points that out. That'd those, be Chris. The, those little sins about, yeah. you know, yeah, well, if bad is good, why are you, you know. I don't everything think, you've mentioned so far is all Chris. And I don't, think you guys, I don't think you guys showed this scene. I'm almost positive you didn't show the scene in the video. I don't know if there was ever a sin written around it. But one of my favorite little bits in it, though, is Pugsley holding the stop sign. And then they all, like, wait for it. And then you hear the you hear the cars crash outside. And then he, what does he say? He says something like, Pugsley, my boy, or something yeah. like that. Like, they're so happy, you yeah. know. I'm proud of him. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. good stuff. Uh, I really enjoyed the, um, anytime anybody can do a weird phobia, galophobia or something. The is milk? It, yes. 
Is the that what is the fear of milk? Yeah, it's a oh, fear of yes. milk. That was yeah. me. Yeah, that that was good. That, that scene was so disgusting. Right? I could not handle that. And then he like spits his his cereal out. That that was the judge that lives next door. Yeah. Who I did re- more research on too. Interesting fact about him: he was uh, in Sesame Street. So I watched these super old clips of Sesame Street, and I really enjoyed it. He was called the. Uh, mad painter. Mm. He was in the series, and so Who, I went I'm sorry, which it. character was this? That was the judge. The judge. Oh yeah, wasn't he also? Wasn't he? Uh, I think he was on. Wasn't he on Different Strokes? I don't. I mean, know. not Different Strokes. Uh, the, I went the straight Jeffersons. to Sesame Street. <laughs> I, think, yeah, I thought he was on the. Je- I thought it was Bentley from the Jeffersons, but I could be wrong. I'm not going to look it up, but because um, we don't do that here. Mm. There was. Uh, there hasn't been another tortured judge this bad until the Paddington movies. Uh, <laughs> but you guys make the good point though like with the judge like why wouldn't he have already like stopped them from hitting the golf balls also chris yeah, <laughs> yeah he, he so um uh my favorite one that, that i wrote was the ball sack skewered by a ball sack that one <laughs> that was hilarious that was my favorite one because i happened to pause it on the graveyard and you're looking around at all yeah. these interesting uh-huh. i did way too much research on like trying to figure out there's not you really a, need to stop that. We don't do that. There's here not today. a lot of documentation <laughs> about the creation of the art in this one. Yeah. Uh, one of the ones I'm most proud of was the art sculpture that was mm-hmm. in the office uh, mm-hmm. where it's like, you know, he was about, you know, women spreading uh-huh. that, that one. Um, was this I, the one that popped up in like every room? Uh, no. Oh, okay. Although that was also me because um, that was everywhere. But every so the, that art, the art that was in um, the the bad guy, the greedy guy's room uh, office at the very beginning. Um, there's all this interesting art. And I, I think that the people who made the set, they created all the sculptures yeah. for like the there's just not a lot written about that process. Those people, what mm-hmm. happens to that art afterwards? I took a picture of the art that was on the wall to try to make so if this mm-hmm. art belonged to somebody I wanted to give that person credit for it couldn't find it anywhere I did like reverse google image searches I did lens searches for it trying to find if there was anything out there that was this particular painting couldn't find anywhere and I'm like well what happened to that painting did they just throw all that stuff away <laughs> probably we need so, to we need to create a section in this podcast where we can talk about stuff like this Danae's research yeah or, or open tabs you yeah know, we, need to, say, we, need we to could call it keeping tabs <laughs> keeping or something tab. like that oh right <laughs> <laughs> I'm totally kidding. It was just that joke popped in my head and I couldn't let it go. I no, swear. You're right, you're I right. just thought I just thought um that the ball sack on ball sack on ball sack was the new beige on beige on beige. I just oh, yeah, oh, I think yeah. that's my thing. <laughs> that's that's, your, that's, that's my thing. That was great. And then uh and I don't know if this was the way and I don't know if this was a combination of sins both of you wrote and it just kind of worked into this whole thing. But the way Jeremy the way the narrator did this I always felt like there was like this uh, fight with understanding the internal logic of the movie, kind of some of the stuff I'm bringing up that Mm -hmm. I was having issues with where, you know, is it a dark comedy? Is it a light comedy? What's going on here? And just the way he, a lot of it probably, a lot of it was, I mean, it was the writing obviously. And then the way Jeremy just went through the script, it kind of felt like he kept elevating that Mm -hmm. uh, to where at the end he was just like, you know, what the fuck is going on? Like, that's what (laughs) I, that was what I kept thinking in my head. Yeah. No, that was, that was definitely Chris. Um, This was, um, a really interesting experience also in the writing where um, I kind of had an aha moment as a writer. Mm-hmm. And when I was reading Chris's script, I kept thinking, well, I thought that too. I thought that too. Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought that too. And I realized I have more writing that I can like put into yeah. my script. So it was, I really, even though this one, it, it's kind of a monument one for me. It's one that if, you know, if I stick this landing yeah. and I'm part of the team for an extended period of time, this will be 
one of those scripts that stands out for me, not because I had a great time writing it or because I liked what was inside of it, but because as a writer, when I was reading mm-hmm. Chris's script, I realized I could do like, oh, I could do this yeah. as a writer and bring something to I just have to write down to what I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was kind of an exciting... Uh, yeah, there's actually something I'll talk about in Pet Cemetery that I that I a, a thing I picked up from like the way Chris wrote something one time early on. I was like, oh, I can do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but did you do the Christmas movie thing or did Chris? I mean, it. Chris. Okay. Yep. But regardless, well, like, what I liked about that was that um, that's kind of become a weird running gag between uh, recently because uh, Barrett wrote one in First Blood, and I just think it's interesting that like, but different writers are doing it each time. Is it uh, the point? about if it starts on or if it's in christmas yeah. It should, yeah, yeah 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 that was Chris. it's basically making fun of the die hard yes. die hard is a christmas movie thing um i know this was chris but this was a starfish one uh it's the girl who played misty and hatchet yeah i just i know there's no way you've seen hatchet so <laughs> um nor would you like it nor is it a very good movie but it was just one of those random things like also it's the girl who played misty and hatchet yeah she's also on uh, buffy the vampire slayer there's but. a great nod to uh product placement in this video oh as well God. where I forget exactly what it was, but it was just a huge sign like took up the entire yeah. screen behind. Yeah. Them. The tombstone pizza. Yes, Speaking of which, yeah. The movie we saw last night that we may, that or, also we may or may not be doing a mini pod on later today um, had the weirdest product placement I've ever seen. Right. I cannot wait to talk about. Yeah. That. Yeah. That's uh, fascinating. But um, uh, what was it? Oh, nuclear skip. Oh, that yeah. was so good. That was also Chris. But that how but Jeremy the, delivered yes. it. Nuclear skip. That's not the first nuclear skip. I am uh, really. Uh, yeah, we've that that may be the third nuclear skip. Now that you say that, now that you say that, you're so absolutely fun. Well, right. I only mention it because I've wanted to like I've wanted to use it. I'm like, no, I probably should kind of like stay it. But that was a perfect one. Occasional thing because it was so. it with the woman. Yeah. And what? the only the only other thing was just the fact that the screenwriters wouldn't have made like wouldn't have made um dan hadaya and the woman's reason for bringing it the, the reason that fester is being weird is because he has amnesia like why they wouldn't have just said that i know instead I, of making yeah. this insane story it was so weird so i loved that sin yeah because i'm just like yeah you've got to point that out that was one of the ones where when i read chris's i thought <laughs> i thought that too you know that would be so much easier i also i didn't write anything on this one but i tried to kind of figure my way through it how strange it is that this woman is married like the you think that she's going to be bad the and then they like they mm-hmm. literally fly out of the castle and fall it's like the the doctor penderschlast or whatever and the other guy they come out of their house and they fly through the air into uh coffins then they're buried alive and that's never never mentioned and then the, and then, <laughs> oh, yeah. and, then and then the yeah. wife becomes its lover <laughs> yeah and it's only been like a few months and it was just like, okay, I guess we're just moving on from that. And so. I haven't. It's been a long time since I've seen Adam's Family Values. But if I remember correctly, that one's even. That one just goes into almost like we were talking about with Ryan Murphy with American Horror right. Story. Like that one just goes into self-parody. Like it just goes way off the rails because you've got like that. Just made me think with her being with it. You've got um, Joan Cusack coming in and playing this insane character. Christina Ricci at summer camp, like killing. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, this is a weird. It's inter- it's a weird world. Yeah, I, I even though I I wasn't like I'm, I don't think this movie aged well. I was always kind of sad back then they didn't make like two or three more of these just because I love the cast. Yeah. Of course, all Julia passed away. That didn't help. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, ready to move on? Pet Cemetery? Yeah, uh, no, I'm not really. But. Skip. <laughs> Pet Cemetery was a Cher Watkins joint, so yeah. this was uh, Barrett and Jonathan. And we actually did, be- right earlier this year, before this one came out, uh, Barrett and I did the 1989 Pet Cemetery, yeah. which, which we weren't doing this 
uh, show yet. So uh, Danae um, is not going to. I, I have two notes on it. Okay. Uh, you did watch the video? I started to watch it, oh. and then I realized where it was going. I had no idea about the storyline. Oh, okay. So I, uh, but once I kind of realized that we're talking, like, we're, oh, a kid's probably going to get killed and then bra- yeah. get brought back to life. I thought I'd kind of skip forward yeah. past the drama of that. And I ended up skipping right to the point where it happens. Oh, no. So that was disturbing. And then, um, but I did get to see the uh, watch the glassware tiny dancer moment, which I oh, thought was Barrett. so freaking yeah, hilarious. Barrett, Barrett has a really, Barrett always makes that song. I funny. mean, that was so great. So uh, there was that sin. And then um, uh, these are my two notes. Watch the glassware tiny dancer. Also, I hated it. So <laughs> that's pretty much my input for the yeah. The whole I, thing. I this this movie is terrible. Um, yeah, I haven't and, seen it. And uh, oh, you didn't see I it when no it came out. I have no desire to see it. No. Um, no, it's bad. It might be better. Nuclear skin. It might be better than the 1989 version, but like that's just one of those conversations I never want to have with anybody. And there, it's a. Well, I will you won't say, be having it with yeah, me. It's a great book. It's uh, it. I I just say to anyone that's interested in it, read the book. The book is scary. It's fun. It's like everything the movies are not. And this video, uh, in the most fun way possible, reminds us. That the books don't matter. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. That was really that was, fun. That was a, as far as writing this, that was an interesting thing because a, I didn't. Barrett and I both kind of fought with how much do we reference the original because we did just recently do that. Yeah, and also like you said, the books don't matter. So because we did reference the books a couple times in the for the original one. Yeah. Um, this one changes so much. Like the uh, the, the uh, I don't even care about spoiling it. The different kid dies. Uh, right. In the original and in the book, it's the smaller child that dies, which is much more traumatic i mean any kid dying is traumatic but like for some reason that's just even worse and yeah. it, it uh and but stephen king writes that in a way that while it is horrible it also it works within the story the movies just almost make it uh just shock value that's all it is yeah um and um um, it's just, it's not good. It's not scary. And then we even point the, the final shot in this movie is so good. I was going to mention that yeah. I haven't seen the movie, but um, the impression that I got is like the final shot is all resurrected the entire family. Yeah. And they, and they're like playing this music and then like the kid, the youngest kid gauge, he has not been hurt right. yet or resurrected. So he's just sitting in the car, like watching his like zombified family, like walk towards him, And then it just fades to black. I mean, it's one of those just like great. Great, kind of like almost like tells from the crypt. It's like you had this ending and yeah. you blew the rest of the movie. It was very much like in a like an EC Comics yeah. kind of fashion. And it's like, why couldn't the rest of the movie have been like that? Because the movie fights. It's one of those movies that fights a lot with like, there's already been a, one version of it. We don't want to be just like that. So we're going to change up some stuff. But but then it leaves in stuff that doesn't fit anymore. Yeah. Um, it's a mess. It, great acting. I mean, it's a great cast. I am almost... 100% positive I would not enjoy this no, movie. No, 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 you would not. Um, but I did enjoy this video. I think Thank I thought you. it was really well done. Uh, there's there's a moment where one of the characters said he's angry at God, and he says something about, let God take his own son. Yeah. And then the way that was worded uh, in the sin about, hey, I don't know if you know this, but uh, there's an entire faith system. And I, think, I think that was Barrett. I think we both actually wrote something very similar, because so, that was really weird when he said really that. It is really weird. Was that intentional? Did the movie do that intentionally? Like, I, if they did, I don't get it. Like, it's it's a really weird well, thing. And I wrote the one, too, where there is this whole interesting thing where, like, one of the very 
one of the good scenes in the movie is uh, Jason Clark is talking to his daughter about where like people go when they die and stuff yeah. like that. And then you find out he doesn't really he he does not believe he's yeah. A sci- so he said something he's a in the, the sins videos yeah. like I believe it's over when you die. Kind okay, of yeah. I have a question. I have a question. Okay, there's a moment at the very beginning when he's like an ER doctor, and yeah. then the guy show a, a guy shows up dying, and then says, "Don't break the barrier." Or yeah, whatever. Pascal. Yeah. Okay, so was he someone who was brought back? From the graveyard? No. And that's why we wrote the sin, because what happens is, like, this guy, and this happens in the book, too, which this is one of the things I don't ever get, but this Pascal guy, okay, so Jason Clark's character, he has just moved to this small town. He was a Boston ER doctor. So he moves to this small town, becomes, like, the university doctor, because he thinks that'll just, he can work during the day, he's not gonna have to deal with a bunch of trauma and stuff like that. And then, and then like, his first day, this guy comes in that's been, like, hit by a car, and he dies. And then for the rest of the book, movie, whatever, in both versions of the movie, this guy comes back and keeps giving them warnings so i didn't touch on it in the 89 version but in this version i decided to write something because i started thinking like is this saying that like god would kill someone so they can come back as a ghost and tell you not to bury a cat somewhere because i was like like, that is some fucked up logic (laughs) but but that's what you're trying to so he he's just a ghost he's not a zombie yeah and that makes no Uh, sense either and then like even the mom the the mom amy simon's character she has this horrible past with her sister uh who uh who died in a dumbwaiter apparently yeah and then she kind of gets haunted by her but but the movie never explains any of this because they have nothing to do with the pet cemetery right so it's very it's very confusing but that's why i wrote that sin because he shouldn't be in that movie there's no reason for this ghost to be like telling him these things somebody's going to comment on this and say i'm full of crap and they're going to (laughs) explain They're going to explain. Well, I why. think that's a given no matter what we say. But what I was, um. yeah, but that's true. But the good, but that's one thing this movie kind of it it opens up some interesting topics like the way parents talk to kids about religion, especially when you have two parents that have differing opinions sure. and beliefs. That is so fascinating. And there you could actually there are definitely a horror movie you can make with that uh subject matter. Uh but this movie just goes from that to uh oh, let's just have jump scares and People being gross. Yay! And, yeah. Gross outs and jump scares. Yeah. My favorite. Yeah, that, that's that's all it is. And uh, uh, yeah, so somebody should just make a TV show called Gross Outs and Jump Scares. <laughs> the TV show. Uh, the one thing, the thing about Chris though, where like I worked on an early script with him, where I, he would just go off on these tangents about mostly stuff he was irritated with or whatever, or stuff that happened in his past, and he would turn it into this funny thing. And so like that's what I did with the Joe Madden thing where I have that one sin where it just he starts going this is just like Joe Madden bringing in that pitcher in game seven of the World Series because that was me literally screaming at the television my yeah. wife would tell you I knew that was you yeah. I 100% oh, yeah. knew that Cubs thing was you yeah and uh, and I mean I was I was screaming at the television like an idiot that yeah. night and so that just was something that popped in my head randomly and I love that we can just I love incorporating stuff like that in there because I just it's just so bizarre yeah I think it's um, hilarious because early on in my script writing career, I made the narrator a Tigers fan. And so now the narrator <laughs> is also a Cubs fan. I don't so. mean the Cubs fan, but I think he was just pointing out that was a bad decision. Yeah. Um, now I have some oatmeal. Ho, ho, ho. That was Barrett. <laughs> yeah. And the way Jeremy read that was great. Cat scratch eater. That was also Barrett. I thought you might have By the way, somebody in this one. room has actually uh, had cat scratch fever and almost died for, from it. Oh, no. So, yeah. Oh, well, that you're. It's a real story. That is a true story. It's not based on allergy, it's based on cats and nasty. And they can yeah. actually poison and kill you. And I, didn't I didn't know that. I didn't know that was a legit thing. I thought it, it was just a song. I didn't either until the ER doctor was like, "You are about minutes from being dead. You should have come to the ER." What? 
way earlier. So basically what happens when the cat has something under its fingernails or fingernails, its claws, right? When it scratches you, that gets into your blood. So you get an infection. I yeah. was bit okay, so by in this my case, house cat. And so in this case, whatever germ that is was in the mouth, but it can also be in the claws and, and it just gets into your blood system and it makes its way to your okay. heart. And once it gets to your heart, yeah. you're done. You're, you're done. And that's I almost a, died and didn't know that's it. That's not cool. I, I stopped for McDonald's. I don't know how to transition. <laughs> On the way to the hospital. I don't know how to transition to this, but I was also going to say you can win to go fuck yourself. <laughs> I don't think there's any transitioning on the show anymore. I think it's just hard, conf- like really strange, awkward yeah. pauses and then just like an immediate well, shift. And that was another thing. There's this whole thing in the movie where like they 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 make a mention of a Wendigo. So you're supposed to kind of assume maybe that's what this, this these ghosts are. They're actually Wendigos. They're those big v- RV vehicles that you yeah. drive on yeah, vacation. Exactly. I had no clue that ghosts. <laughs> no, Wendigos are like Indian legends. Yeah. They're like yeah. shapeshifters and all that kind of stuff. But um, And so I had a sin about that, which Barrett took out. And then Barrett had a sin where he was saying they didn't explain something. I was like, well, I mean, I was like, they don't do a good job of explaining. I was like, but they do bring up the Wendigo thing. So we might at least want to, because I know somebody's going to be in the comments. They fucking said it was Wendigo. And uh, so, and then he wrote that brilliant, yeah, you know. Yeah, that's a great a great way to tag it. And then uh, both weeks videos had American Beauty outtakes, which I thought was hilarious. <laughs> it's a, the kismet. That's, that's always <laughs> And it great. was different writers, different editors, everything. I love it when that happens. And we still We're had, in sync. Yeah. Yes, but, our, uh, our terrible, writing cycles have synced up. That's right. Now that we've been spending but time But this together. was definitely a case where I had a lot of fun. It was a terrible movie, but it was a joy to, to, to work it. on. Yeah. yeah. Destroy, destroy. Yeah. They're not always, but this one was a... this. One, I didn't want to... The only thing that sucked was I had to watch it again. Problem I, is, I had already seen it. The so. problem is you killed this movie and buried it, but... It came back. It's going to come back it probably, It'll come back in like it 20 pro- years. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Uh, we ready to move on to keeping tabs? Let's do it. Hey, podcast peeps, it's me again. Um, those are my dogs. Those are my. Uh, every time I try to talk. Wow. Uh, is this how Aaron feels when we're. Okay, we're going to try this. Okay. I just wanted to tell you about the survey again, which is at cinemasense.com slash BTS. So go fill it out. The internet is a communications tool used the world over where people can come together to bitch about movies and share pornography with one another. Ha ha! Oh, jeez. This is the most public yet of my many humiliations. I'll start. I already did so much of them. So. Hey, can I say something really quick? For yeah. 17 episodes, I have this like generic like sheet I keep pulling up, and I still have never changed this. I still have it called Open Tabs. It has uh. never it has never been called that. No. <laughs> no. No. Even yeah, from the very beginning. No. Nope. <laughs> but it still says that on my. <laughs> Um, nice. my thing. Welcome to the open tab section. <laughs> Which is what I called it earlier, too, when I was making that joke. Uh, so, yeah, Danae, go ahead. Start us off. No, I'm serious. I actually covered a lot of them when I was talking. Okay. Uh, do you have one more? Because we're just yeah. going to do one. So yeah. why, don't you, why don't you start? Uh, I was really curious who did the it acting for Adam's family. Mm. So I ended up looking into Christopher Hart, who apparently has done multiple of... Uh, he. There's a, apparently a horror movie where like a hand kills people 
and he was the hand wait, in that one. Wait, are you one. talking about Thing or Oh, it? yeah, I'm sorry, Thing. Uh, yeah, yeah I was really it's, confused there for wait, a second. Isn't, you is, should be. Isn't I, it Lurch, though? Isn't it the same actor playing Lurch? No. Play? Oh, okay, okay. So, is it a hand model? Oh, you know what? That was in the show. It was the same actor that played Lurch. Oh, interesting. Yeah, no, I, I think I do remember this, go, but go on. Yeah, uh, so his name is Christopher Hart. Yeah, Idle and, Hands, by the way, is the name the, of that movie. Yes, and he yeah. was the he was the hand murderer. He's literally yes. a hand actor. Yes, and there's not like a ton out there, but apparently he just has a way of being able to emote through his hand. Is he a magician? He was a magician, yeah, okay. or is a magician, yes. Nice and so he, Sorry, I'm telling your story for no, you. No, it's totally fine. He So he has a lot of dexterity in his fingers. With I wish you could see Danae's hand movements right I've now. I've been practicing. She's been practicing. Yeah, I'm actually really, really. I have a yeah, lot of dexterity I, as well. I, I'm basically in a trance now. Yeah. <laughs> Just based so on I could totally movements. play. But it was cool to kind of read about um, some of how they created yeah, the character yeah. thing. Uh, they had a prosthetic on the top of his wrist that was the nub. Oh, okay. So that was, that, that was a prosthetic, which I thought was kind of cool. Um, I watched the worst interview ever. This is super offensive. I'm so snarky. I'm sorry, but he was on. He was on a show that's on YouTube where somebody was interviewing him. And Did they just interview his hand. It, no, but she was like, "Oh, awesome! Oh, wow! That's amazing! Wow!" So awesome. it's kind of the female version of a uh, Chris Farley interview from SNL. So it was like E Entertainment News or something like doing yeah, that thing interview. Her, her questions just didn't ask questions that are interesting, mm-hmm. not. Anyways, it was. So, but yeah. I did like, watch. Do you have I insurance against arthritis? <laughs> yeah, know? that'd be a good one. Um, I did learn a little bit from that interview, though, and it was kind of neat to see him. You know, do a little bit of like, here's mm-hmm. uh, if I'm gonna fall off of a bumper, how can I make it interesting and kind of put my hands like, ah, I'm falling. So he really was kind of getting into it. Uh, also, the scene where he's playing chess. He was under that table for hours and his hand was totally numb. Aww. So the take that mm-hmm. ended up making it, he actually couldn't feel his hand. And so he had to watch the monitor to figure out where <laughs> stuff was. So it kind of looked a little fumbly, but he yeah. a- he actually like couldn't. Making <laughs> like, sacrifices I don't remember if it was craft, that man. or the kitchen table scene, but there was some scene where his hand is on the table. And it was the only scene where you could tell it wasn't. Uh, when he was de- doing Morse code. It wasn't a detached. Maybe, yeah, yeah because yeah. you could see like yeah. the circle yes. that he was coming yeah. up through. Yeah, he was trying to figure out where the chess pieces were, but he just couldn't quite put his finger on it. Wow. So, yeah. That was good. Yeah, you're welcome. See, That's now this is the look I give my computer when you make <laughs> one of those. <laughs> I get to experience it yeah. in person. There it is. Beautiful. No, I would say I would say 98% of yours are good, though. So That was in the 2% for sure. <laughs> So that was my only other one that I wanted to cover. The rest of them I snuck into the other part. All right, I'll go next. Um, I really didn't write much on stuff this week. The only thing I wrote on this week was the Friends script. Um, The one thing I researched, and it it got cut, and so it's kind of both a deleted and a research, was there's a line about uh, serving salmon at the wedding instead of chicken because of worrying about salmonella. And I had a joke about, you know, obviously. Salmonella? Yeah, yeah. I had a joke about, well. Even I know that one. Well, I, I had a joke that that talked about something that's not called chickenella, you know. Yeah, so obviously, yeah, yeah. And it was obviously like playing dumb kind of joke or whatever. But I did the research and um, you re- I mean, technically you can get uh, salmonella from salmon. Yeah. Uh, but it's very rare. Like, yeah. I mean, technically you can get sam- salmonella from anything, you know. if, I mean, if It's the- just all food poisoning. Right. Me, yeah. Right? But, I've, it, I've but for whatever it. reason, yeah. chicken products, especially yeah. that bacteria or whatever it is really loves those that that's bu- what i've had and is, it's awful i got salmonella from uh peanut butter oh wow so what? yeah 
No, I got it straight up from chicken. KFC. I'm sorry, that shouldn't like not KFC. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've had it since. It's fine. If they, if KFC, how, was, wants, how bad was yours? If KFC wants to advertise, um, I, I did, I, I did not end up going to the hospital. I thought I was that my, uh, my wife was gonna take me because I couldn't keep anything down. But finally, like apple juice stayed down. stayed down. Yeah. So I could stay hydrated. Yeah. So and it was late at night. So I slept. It was I, well, ju- I didn't sleep. But it was juice for me too. Juice yeah, was, yeah. Juice is what kept water me was not doing anything yeah. and um and obviously like soda and stuff but uh yeah finally juice kept me down so i didn't have to go to the hospital yeah i but didn't it was either bad. i almost had to go to the hospital for salmonella it was almost 24 hours all three of us pain. had salmonella yeah is this just like a common thing do most yeah. people get salmonella at some mine point? was raw chicken though you ate raw chicken no i touched it with my hand well, and, oh, what's, okay. and what's weird about food poisoning, I, it had been sitting out for days Oof. what's weird yeah, about was, food so i got really though, sick that i've always heard is that like you could have like a casserole 10 people could eat from that casserole, but one person could eat, like, it could just be, like, a spot. Sure, yeah. And so, like, one person could get, like, really sick, and then everybody mm-hmm. else is fine. My it's husband the didn't know thing. that salmonella was a real thing or whatever, and so I had cut chicken for dinner. It was on the cutting board. Yeah. And then he put it directly into the dishwasher, and I left. I think I was gone for, like, the weekend, came back, and the dishwasher the, hadn't the, been he run. He put the cutting board in the dishwasher, yes. not the raw chicken. Correct. Okay. And so when I opened up the dishwasher, yeah. I reached in to like put the dishes away, but yeah. they had, were still dirty. And when I realized that they were dirty and I realized what I was touching, I instantly knew I was going to get sick because there's no way that two days in a warm dishwasher yeah. environment that there's not just a Petri dish of disgust. Yeah. And yeah. so I got on to Justin about it. And I was like, you have got to wash this. He's, he goes, oh, it's not a big deal. You're making a big deal out of nothing. If he didn't say that, that was his general attitude. And then, <laughs> and then I Thanks got for clarifying. I got super, super sick. And he goes, I remember him being like, "Oh man, this is real. I'm so sorry." <laughs> like, so salmonella is since real. Since then, we scrub everything. Before. Well, and it's not fun. And you also don't know at first. This is a weird topic to get onto, but you also don't know at first whether or not you're just sick. Like you could just have like a yeah. virus or something. Yeah, sure. But then, it, but it's kind of one of those weird things where like you get sick. And then you feel fine for like mm-hmm. 30 minutes. And then all of a sudden you start feeling like crap again. Yeah. It was like, oh, that's food poisoning. So anyways, I wrote this yeah. in and we ended up cutting it because I think we weren't sure if maybe that was part of the joke. I, I, or... I remember oh, the sin. I don't remember. Yeah, that's what it, I, think, I, I think. I think it was right. that maybe Monica's making that joke. But yeah. if she is, she's not making it well. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know? So but just to be safe, we cut it, I think. Yeah. And, and but anyways, I just I find it interesting that it actually has the word salmon in it. But it's not really, you know, yeah. it really should be called chickenella. It really should. It should. So, or just anyways. food poisoning. <laughs> <laughs> that as well. That as well. Uh, what do you got, Jonathan? Okay, so, I mean, I didn't have a I mean, I, I looked up some Wendigo stuff, but I couldn't find anything I looked up that was all that interesting. So this is a little off the beaten path. But you guys talked a lot about laugh tracks last week with yeah. Creasy. And I didn't get to be a part of that conversation. So... But I did write on Big Bang By the way, theory. Jonathan, it, it didn't mean anything to us. <laughs> We're committed to you, okay? No, you this guys. Is, this is the marriage, Jonathan. You guys did awesome, but I did, I did mention last night it does feel like my wife asked me if, if I was still, in, you know, if I liked that episode. I said I did, but it did feel like I was being cheated on. Yeah. Uh, that's a new thing for didn't me. Didn't mean anything. Yeah. Didn't mean anything. I hear you. Speak no, for I mean, if somebody's going to leave me for, I mean, Creasy's a good guy to leave me for. We, so. we, we, we want to talk to you about having an open podcast. But like laugh tracks, <laughs> <laughs> laugh tracks don't bother me, I think, as much as they bother you and like Creasy and stuff. And I started just, I, I don't know. So I started just doing some research yeah. on them and stuff. I will say the Big Bang Theory, it's pretty obnoxious. Yeah. Um, more so than most. But 
but I, but I, but I, I don't know. And you didn't say you didn't like shows with laugh tracks. You just said that's a big turnoff. Well, you. I don't. But oh, yes. you don't. Okay. Mm-mm. But like, here are some shows that like are some of my all time favorites that have laugh tracks. Oh, the old shows yeah. where laugh tracks were just kind of a yeah, like you can't get but, away I mean, from there's it. There's some like Seinfeld, but not, but not all of them did. Right. Uh, Seinfeld, uh, Black Adder is an all time favorite mm-hmm. of mine. I don't know if you ever watched that. Cheers, uh, Frasier, Friends, that '70s show. Mm-hmm. Uh, Taxi, uh, speaking of Christopher Lloyd, Family Ties, my all-time favorite sitcoms, News Radio and The Dick Van Dyke Show. Yep. Uh, both and I and I I know what you're saying, but like I don't I don't know I they, they just for whatever reason they don't bother me. I guess they can be obnoxious and maybe in today's world they don't really make sense anymore. Just because, but I think that's just because nobody's doing them. I think it, other than uh, Chuck Lorre. Yeah, I, well, I think it turned from something yeah. that was supposed to be just kind of a hey we're in the room watching a play yeah. together kind of thing to this manipulative forced thing that they became yeah. you know by the 90s and it's just like i don't know well, I, it came to a point where the ones that yeah. were obnoxious about it ruined the ones that weren't because now every time i hear something that doesn't feel like real yeah. laughter i just get annoyed well in doing research on it i found like i didn't know this that like originally it was canned it was mm-hmm. it was uh brought in yeah as it was false and then they eventually started doing shows in front of live audiences dick van dyke started doing that mm-hmm. uh, lucille ball started doing that Man, can you imagine having been at one of those tapings oh, I, well, How yeah fun would that i mean then been? it would have been probably nothing but you're like yeah. oh whatever but yeah oh my god that would have been amazing i yeah. still watch the Dick Van Dyke show. It's on. Uh, Do you know that's my favorite some... TV show of all time? No, uh... It's my number one. Oh wow, that's Dick awesome. Van Dyke is my number one. It's up there for me for above sure. Lost, above X Files. Like I just I love. That I show. like him so much. I've seen every episode of Diagnosis Murder. Just yeah. FYI. Uh, but it was interesting just reading about you know kind of how it originated. But then it does seem like now it has kind of gotten more back to um, and even like with Big Bang Theory, it does feel like they're really like. Uh, I don't know, bringing it in more as opposed to what the yeah. audience is doing. And then based on what you were saying, uh, when you went and saw the Tim Allen show, oh, yeah. Last Man Standing. Yes. That that's insane. Because I it's been, crazy, man. I went to a taping of this was a the Jamie Foxx had a show back when it was the WB. It was just called the Jamie Foxx show. I saw the pilot of that uh tape and uh I don't remember that kind of stuff happening. It was. It wasn't it, it as was bad. Very... When, like when I went to uh, Jimmy Kimmel. Okay. Like, it wasn't as bad there, but I don't yeah. think they're trying for the same thing. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. yeah. So, anyways, so, yeah. that 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 was just kind of what I I got involved in this past week because I just found an interesting subject matter. Uh, all right, we ready to move on to the comment section? Let's do it. I appreciate your honesty. You're a real straight shooter. You are the ones who are the ball lickers. We're going to each pick uh, a comment to respond to from the week's videos. Or if you're Danae, you pick up to 23. (laughs) Um, That's right. We're just doing one, right? Yes. Okay. Yes, we're just doing one. Uh, And then we'll move on to your question for the week. But uh, why don't you kick us off, Jonathan? Um, So there was this sin in the good place where Cheedy, I believe, says acting good. And then I put it's actually acting well. Right. Because I'm that asshole that does that. So I thought that would be fun to kind of make fun of myself and use the narrator to do that. But then we had somebody come in. Um, Alex W. said it really was acting good. Acting well would be executing the task of acting properly. Acting good is acting as if you are good. I'll go ahead and give myself 10 cents for being annoying while I shuffle away in shame. (laughs) And another 10 for pointing out that I don't feel well means your nerves and malfunctioning and you should probably get that checked out. So uh, I, that was a great way to like shame me. No, that Um, is a great comment. That is a really, but I still, I I, I'd have to go back and watch it, but I still feel like the way he said it though, I think he, I think he should have said well, but I could be wrong. 
Yeah. Uh, but it, but if you're gonna yeah if you're gonna make fun of me at least you did it very nicely. <laughs> Nicely and they kind of made fun of themselves too. So. Today, do you have more than one? Are you going to try to force a couple in here? Uh, I could, but I'm not going to today. All right. Well, why don't you go ahead then? Okay. Uh, this one comes from the Adams family. Uh, fun fact uh, this is from The Kid Nobody Notices. That's the name of the person's username. That's unfortunate. Uh, makes me sad, but, but it's um, also not true considering we are now talking about them on a podcast. Right? Well, now you're noticed, that kid. Uh, electrocuted, the word electrocuted, comes from the words electric and executed meaning death by electricity. So if somebody survives, they were only shocked. That is correct. I did not know that. And so that was kind of part of the script. And so they were sort of honing in. So kind That's of similar to your comment yeah. where we're just talking about specific words to use and when yeah. to use them. I actually enjoyed, you know, I, I got myself a little learnt. I, you know, that I, there's so many fun things. Like for whatever reason, that reminded me of the difference between poisonous and venomous that people get oft, often wrong. Um, if something is is poisonous, it's something that you ingest. But if it's venomous, it's something that something else like puts in you. Whoa. So yeah, I don't know. So so I don't understand that at all. We'll have to talk about it later. <laughs> so like if if like Danae like and you and Danae held me down and Danae like poured poison in my mouth, that would be venomous. I'm, I'm with venom. you. I'm yes. Even though it was venom. poison coming right. in yeah, yeah, yeah. my mouth. Well, I think the main p- place people get it wrong, they say poisonous snakes. Oh, I got you. They're venomous. But snakes. that would have to be a snake that if you ate them, yeah. It was poison, you know. They're venomous, which snakes. I guess could so, it could be. There could be poisonous snakes out there. You don't know. Is there air? <laughs> I don't know, sorry. <laughs> God, I love Galaxy Quest. Uh, all right, uh, mine is from the Friends video. It says you forgot the sin that Emily's wedding dress is not the wedding dress that Monica picked up for her a few episodes earlier. Uh, we, we see didn't do we that. <laughs> no, we see Monica wear it multiple times. In this ain't it. Uh, I was aware of this, but huh. this is one of those interesting things where. And we've never done this on TV since. It opens up kind of a can of worms if we start talking about episodes we haven't sinned now that we're doing like yeah. a group. Because do you go get you? You'd have to have video of it in that yeah, case. Yeah, you would need so to have like have, a visual. You'd have reference. to go to a video. We, you know, we yeah. aren't sinning to grab the video from. And that's why we dis- we discussed when we started this. Like, if we did do multiple episodes, are we just going to do them in order? But like right. some of these, sh- you just can't do that. No, so no, 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 I, no. I think stuff. I mean, stuff like this is going to happen, and yeah. it's just going to have to. I, I think I narrator think it didn't is, watch it. That's I think <laughs> yeah. the the main thing that we have to just live with, I guess, is that we won't be able to do. Uh, I shouldn't say we won't be able to, but we won't often do, if at all, those sins that are more galaxy brain sins yeah. of entire series. You know, what about this? You know, visual representation that is now different. So we'll try to keep it within the episode just for you know, but simplicity's if we can, sake. But if we can find a fun way to do it, we definitely right. will. Oh, absolutely. And that's what 100%. it usually comes down yeah. to. But now that you like say that, I remember it, but I did not think about it then. And also, she could have changed her mind and gotten a new dress. Okay, gosh. Yeah, very and I, well, totally. And I, I, there, were, there were also a lot of people that commented on that I noticed were saying that we didn't give a send off for Chandler and Monica. Yeah. Uh, we probably should have, uh, but that be, you know, I mean, <laughs> again, we've talked about the sin off. Yeah, thing. I mean, it is what it is. Like I, I, you know, we decided to give it to Hugh Laurie. We, um, I don't know if we've talked about this specifically, but also again, with doing a series of episodes, yeah. if you give a sin off for Chandler in the first episode, yeah. we're not going to give a sin off for Chandler every well, single time we do an episode. And I've noticed because you know? you've been writing a lot of these the send offs and mm-hmm. I haven't. I think I actually did the Hugh Laurie one, but, uh, but I've noticed you've been kind of trying to acknowledge a different Each of actor. the cast. Yeah. Uh, cause, uh, yeah. So I guess I can't talk about one in the future, but every, everybody kind of gets their due. <laughs> All right. Let's move on to the question for this week. Uh, this comes to us from upstate New York from Chris, uh, at clat dog on Twitter. If you want to give him a follow. I did. 
Uh, greetings from upstate New York. My wife and I just recently watched the new Child's Play movie. I'm sorry. <laughs> and as odd as it sounds, we actually kind of felt bad for Chucky. Not sure if any of you have seen it yet, but without spoiling anything, he legitimately seems like a kid that wanted to play that, as my wife put it, misses social cues. My question is, have you ever seen a movie, scary or otherwise, in which you unexpectedly felt bad for the villain, even though everything says you shouldn't you know the the remake of child's play that might have been my first beyond the suns it was my first or second i don't remember which now but it was very early on in this podcast yeah uh, yeah that was one yeah of you did beyond. talk about that That's yeah right. and i i actually uh i'm sorry i guess i'm just making myself go first i agree with his take on child's play that is very true uh, did you see it yet or Mm-mm. you probably aren't gonna see it it's not bad though it's not like pet cemetery it's actually decent but um he does feel kind of like even though he's a toy he does feel like he just wants to be accepted and he thinks by uh killing this kid that's bullying Andy that will make Andy like him. Well, more. I mean, it's very much a Toy yeah. Story thing. Yeah. I mean, you could say yes. the same thing yes. about all the Toy Story villains, you know, are yeah. very similar, especially Toy Story 4. Uh, you know, there's yeah. a lot of empathy for well, the villains in Toy Story 4. And the bear in 3. Yeah, uh, yeah for sure. Uh, but uh, I, so I agree with this take on that. Um, uh, I think Norman Bates, maybe you kind of have some sympathy for just because you know there was a lot of childhood issues there. Mm-hmm. Um, even if you don't necessarily see that in the movies, I guess they did make Psycho Four, and then of course they made Bates Motel. Um, I also uh, Travis Bickle and Taxi Driver, which I've actually talked about on the Sencast before when I was on. Uh, there's a moment in Taxi Driver where he takes Sybil Shepherd to a movie, and it's a porn, but that's all he's ever experienced in a theater, so he just thought that's what people did. Yeah, and it's just kind of one of those. What sat- a date that would be. Well, this was back. I mean, they today like, has questions. I don't know that they have porn theaters anymore, but back in the day, like in the seventies, in, in New York City, there were just all over Ew. the place. Mm-hmm. New York City in the seventies and New York City in twenty nineteen, two very different places. Yep. Uh, but anyway, but it's this really sad moment where, like, you know, she's really upset with him, but you can see it in his performance and everything. You can see that, like, he did not mean to offend her and he thought this is what he should be doing so is that the character that you feel sorry for yeah that's that's kind of that uh, those those are the two i i came up with nice nice danae um so i noticed as you read it that you know the question is like who do you feel bad for that you uh that everything says you shouldn't yeah Yeah. it's very it's very explicitly worded and becomes very tricky because it it both says unexpectedly felt bad which is another thing i had general francis hummel from the rock at one point but then i thought like i don't think you ever think he's right yeah so that didn't really work i went through a lot of movies that um i I went to google and i googled like top movies from like Mm. these different uh, decades to try to f- remind myself of what I've watched since mm-hmm. I forget what I've watched. Right. And every time that there was like a clear villain, I think I'm just one of those people that buys the villain and the movie doesn't often give time to the villain to give backstory and context. And so that's something I think that happened is happening more with storytelling sure. to give the other person's view. Like we see that with Thanos, for example. Um, yeah. But yeah. The, that's but a good the, one, actually. But at the same time, the movie is telling, giving you permission mm-hmm. to feel for him. So I was trying to kind of stay true to the question, sure. and and because yeah. so the one for me that stands out and always will is the Phantom of the Opera, uh, which I mean is a movie. But when I was I listened to it, that as might an be opera. The, that might be the best answer because the, here's the Phantom, who is obviously a very big bad guy, um, and 
uh, as the story progresses and you're listening to the music and you're listening to the context um, and reading the story mm-hmm. later, like, that's how I was introduced to it. I listened to the soundtrack first, then I read about it in a book. And then when the movies came out later, I watched the movies. So that's how I was introduced to the, so I fell in love with the music first. Mm-hmm. And as you're listening to the lyrics is when you learn to read between the lines and realize that his story is tragic. So even though, and he's beautiful, like he's terrifying and beautiful. Yeah. And so he's obviously doing terrible things, kidnapping and killing people. That's awful. But um, there's a reason that he has been ostracized from community and you kind of, you know, learn more about that as time goes on. So yeah, no, and, that's and, a great it doesn't, and it doesn't, you know, uh, it doesn't take away to the fact that he is gifted. He's a gifted yeah. composer and singer. So here's somebody who has gifts and talents and has been shunned and been mistreated horribly by society. And there's a reason that he has become this person. So that's the first, that's, that's going to be the top. Is that the only me. one you have? Oh, see, yeah. now I feel bad. I, I did too. Cause I assumed you're Danae fine. would have 10. So. <laughs> you're good. You're good. <laughs> and I would still look okay. <laughs> Man, I, I wore the snot out of that soundtrack. Phantom of the Opera. I love it. So good. It's the first, uh, first musical I've ever I don't know that I've liked a movie version of that, by the way. I, there isn't necessarily a great movie the version. The Gerard Butler one is okay. Uh, I didn't mind the, the most one- recent one. Really? I, I, went fan crazy with phantom of the opera that's one where yeah. i got i went on the i went started to, to obsess about mm-hmm. it and so i even watched the old cartoon i wonder if they call the phantom of the opera fan club fan club with a phan probably i think that they would be should. that was what they should do uh mine is i went through a couple and then like you the question kind of zoned mm-hmm. me in a little bit and i'm still not sure i really answered it completely appropriately but i thought about anakin but i don't know that that's unexpected um you know especially maybe maybe in the maybe in episodes four through six it is that's what yeah yeah Yeah. but but then we've since we've discovered exactly and you don't necessarily feel all that empathy in four through six you know yeah you, you feel it later um i thought of loki Loki's an interesting example. I thought about Loki too. But I think it was intentional. But he kind of presents as a goofy, yeah, lovable. Yeah. yeah. Um, what I landed with was King Kong. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. That, I, have, so, I have a really hard time <gasps> with that movie because it's so sad. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. so good. Yeah. I think that's that's the one I land with. And it, it, again, he absolutely is the villain. Yeah. He, he, you know, he is destroying cities and killing people and you know, takes the girl, but the fact that he takes the girl, we find out to protect her yeah. and he's trying, you know, and the whole final, you know, line, it was beauty that killed the beast. Yeah. And just, you know, I, it's, it's, there's a lot of empathy there and it's a really beautiful kind of turn. So that's, that's kind of where my brain landed. You know, they recently had uh, Siegfried and Royce uh, on 2020, they recently did a thing on them and they were talking about how whichever one didn't get attacked truly believes that the tiger thought the other one was hurt. Mm. And that's why, because he bit down on him like a cub, like he would bit down on a cub, and then dragged him away from everybody. Hmm. Um, and it, you kind of you just made me think of that when you said that thing about King Kong and the fact that they brought him over, they brought King Kong over here, like he was fine, right? Yeah, like he was just chilling in the jungle on his own island where he was not hurting anybody, right? And then they bring him to the states, and yeah, that that's it's just really that's a tough movie for me to ever grasp onto all versions of it, just because I don't I don't know who I'm supposed to feel for, you know. Yeah. It's just, but maybe maybe that's a good thing about it. I really like the Peter Jackson version. I I think I like it more than most people. I see its flaws. I get that there are flaws there, but I, man, I have a good time with it. I just, yeah, it's got some good stuff. I I mean, the original, I think, is still my favorite. Yes. Just the Harry House. No, is that Harry? I don't know. Whatever. The original is my favorite. But uh, Peter Jackson's got its moments. Absolutely. 
Well, there you go. Thank you, Chris, for your question. If you have a question you want to ask us, uh, all you got to do is let us know. Um, you can send us an email at behindthesinspod at gmail.com. Don't forget the pod, behindthesinspod at gmail.com. All right, let's move on to Beyond the Sins. To infinity and beyond. Somewhere beyond my wildest dream. To boldly go where no man has gone before. Going to chat about something else from the world of pop culture that you've seen recently. Uh, can be good, bad, whatever. Um, I'll kick it off this time. I made my way through Big Mouth Season 3 nice. on Netflix. Nice. I haven't seen it yet. Uh, have you seen Seasons 1 and 2? I believe I finished Season 2, yes. Um, is more of the same. Yeah. I cannot believe that <laughs> that we that this show is allowed to exist. Yeah, this is a true, like, <laughs> this show exists. Not in a bad way. No, <laughs> just like, how did this happen? Um, what is incredible about this show? Beyond the fact that it's hilarious, which yeah. it is, yeah. some of the greatest comedy minds of today are having a blast writing this show. Beyond the the fact that it's hilarious, the fact that it's talking so explicitly about adolescence, mm-hmm. about sexuality, mm-hmm. about all of these things, um, and I mean explicitly, yeah. both words and visuals explicitly about this stuff, is actually in a strange way the best kind of sex ed <laughs> like i was gonna a, say like, like it's i like they could use it in schools in some ways that's what i'm thinking i mean obviously younger kids don't need to watch this but right. i think teenagers i i would i wouldn't i mean I, it you is, gotta know your kid it, well and yeah, yeah and know and know the content uh, understand yeah. that it's not just sex ed it is yeah. also being yeah body to be bought you know it's 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 being uh transgressive but in if, a lot of ways if your as well. kids watching rick and morty though they, know, they can watch like, this yeah I, yeah again it's a know your kids yeah. thing know yourself thing do the research understand it it is again explicit in about every way yeah. you can imagine um and but I, it's i don't know there's something warm-hearted about there, it there, there's something that, and i love when stuff like this can do that but there's something yeah. there there's there it's it's not only smart but it's also got like it's not just shock value well and like also, we were talking and about part of it is, part of it is and i think we've talked a little bit about this before i think the explicitness is its strength yeah because we're so scared to talk about these things yeah that we don't actually talk about these things and this shows we like we talked about them on the podcast though, well that's so. right that's right so Come I'm here for your sex education, yeah. everyone. Yeah, I'm really sad I missed out on the period conversation. <laughs> well, we can have it again. You know, we'll just rehash More it. Than welcome, by, by the way, as you're as we're listening to this in the car on the way home, my, my daughter had her headphones on. She was listening to something else. But as you got, as you were saying your stuff, my wife was just nodding along, like, "Yep, really, <laughs> yep, Good. okay." Like you were yes. talking about how uncomfortable it was, and just to be sitting there and just yeah. feel like you know, it's like, "Yes." That yep. is true. Yeah, and shout out to the mothers <laughs> who pee themselves when you sneeze. Yes, yeah, shout I out. I got you, girls. Um, that is, again, why I think it's important to be uh, – you don't have to be crass, although this show is crass at times, but it is important to be explicit sometimes with your conversations because it's the only way you can actually talk about stuff. And This is more what I want South Park to be, I think, for me personally. And South Park is smart. Like you I'm want not saying South- park to educate you about no body no well I, i'm not saying and south park does have has a lot of merit but i just never latched on to south park the way a lot of people have but i did immediately la- barrett actually introduced me to this and i immediately latched on to this and I, big mouth I, you mean yeah, yeah big mouth and i immediately latched on to the big mouth i just said that <laughs> um 
And yeah, like I, I don't know. I guess for what some people get out of like something like South Park, I get more out of this. Would be the way I would put it. Animation can do things yeah. that, that live action can't. For sure. I mean, I like it is these. I, I, I don't know. It, it's again, it, it blows my mind that this is even allowed, and yet somehow I'm like, there's positiveness to this being around, yeah, you know, and, I, and to being able to have those conversations. And, yeah, because I was. And so- we've all been there. We, you know, we all went through adolescence. You know, it's a yeah. weird thing, man. Hormones are weird, and the fact that this this show embodies the idea of your hormones. Mm-hmm. Uh, your motives, all those things as a separate entity that is controlling you. They're actually, uh, they're working on a spinoff for this show called Human Resources. Oh, okay. And it basically follows the world of the hormone monsters, yeah. the depression kitty, you know, like this whole world of these things that affect human beings uh, in, in weird ways. It, I just think it's It's, it's kind brilliant. of odd, though, that it has to be, because I was thinking, like, when you said animation could do this, like... Um, they're doing things in this they couldn't do in a real show. I don't know why you couldn't do some of these in a real show. But even like live action shows that do a very good job with adolescents, I tend to find they either they might have like a supernatural element to them. Like Buffy the Vampire Slayer was a very good show at getting into like, you know, a lot of adolescent issues and a lot of high school issues. But it had to use monsters right. to do that. Like we can never well, just have like thing. a straight forward or it's here's, melodramatic. Here's or, why you can't. Because then you have to use actual adolescence. Yeah. And you cannot oh, put true. that th- those conversations into the mouth of adolescent actors. In no, because I saw that- Larry Clark's kids, and you you do not need to do that. <laughs> it is, it's one of those things you just can't do. Yeah. And you shouldn't. And uh, uh, and that's even before yeah. the ad- adolescent nudity, you know, comes yeah, yeah, in, yeah, 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 yeah. into question. Anyhow, so it's 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 time for Danae to go. <laughs> go, Danae. Oh, is it my turn? For yes. Real? Yeah. God, what do you got today? Finally. What, what do you got on D&D? Okay, on. so this is a part of the episode where we talk about things we put our eyeballs on and we want to recommend. I recommend- Like you, you've removed you it? You can remove your eyeballs and then you just like squish them around. Or not recommend. Um, No, I, I think that it would be a really wise decision for everyone to consider donating a few bucks to the Wikipedia. That's it. Oh. I do that every year, actually. So I, I back that. This I know it seems a little bit cop-out-ish, but it's been on my list to talk about for Beyond no. the Sins since we started. They will constantly, when you know, we use Wikipedia a lot in, in research, and they'll have like a, hey, if everybody yeah. can just give a few bucks, this free source can continue to say free. So if you use Wikipedia, I would definitely recommend donating. Wikipedia is great, and I think it gets a bad rep. Uh, for having inaccurate information, and but it's, it's just sourced like, by people. It's uh, it, everything has and inaccurate book, information. Like, like yeah, it's, exactly. my grandparents have an entire set of Encyclopedia Britannicas, and there's an accurate there's information an accurate in information there. In yes, there of course there that's is. been printed and forever yes. is there. Like <laughs> because it's made by humans. Yeah. So so, but this is a resource. <laughs> and on think, Wikipedia, it can be fixed. Yeah, it can be know? fixed. You can give site, and I I don't know. Um, so it, I talk about you know considering to spend five bucks on games so i thought maybe i would just recommend spending some on keeping a wonderful website yeah going. it's nice. like if every if everybody gave like like a two bucks to this yeah it, it would be i it'd mean be like funded for they, years yeah, yeah yeah it's crazy and it's it's invaluable resource. man i just had nightmare flashbacks to raising money on the radio and <laughs> well that's true if everybody would just give We're not asking for us, us it's like wikipedia we is PBS not sponsoring now? this well, you know, I did think about it. Like, is this a weird one to talk about? Because it's not like, oh, this is going to, this is a fun thing to watch or a mm-hmm. fun thing to play. 
but it's something that but it's valuable. most everybody in this culture uses, and mm-hmm. it is very valuable. Yeah, that's so. great. What do you got, Jonathan? Uh, so I thought uh, this is actually a book uh, from a few years ago. It's from 2014, uh, and I, I got it back then, but I, I still use it today. And it's a book called Pumpkin Cinema. It was written by this guy named Nathan Toll. I don't know him personally. I've talked to him on Twitter some. He's been on a bunch of podcasts I've listened to. Seems like a really cool dude. But what he decided to do, because he would get he's a big, he's a big horror movie fan, and he would get asked every year, like, what are some movies? Like a lot of uh, a lot of a lot of casual horror movie viewers tend to start watching a lot of stuff in October. So if you have like if you're a horror movie, if you are uh, someone who watches horror movies all year round and you have friends that just kind of like to do it in October, they might ask you, hey, what are some what are some horror movies you would recommend? And I get I get this more and more now that I've been doing cinema sins and people kind of look at me as like the horror guy, I guess, which which you are. Yeah, that's fine. Um, Embrace it, man. Embrace yeah, I'm it. good with it. Um, but um, I'm the animated guy. You're the horror guy. We've all got our thing. <laughs> <laughs> but the one thing, the one thing Nathan Toll can't decided because he went to a he went to I think the way he tells the story he went to a party like a Halloween party. They were going to watch like three or four movies, and then he said the, they all voted on the first movie, and the first movie that ended up getting put on was Wes Craven's The Hills Have Eyes. It might have been the remake. It was one of them, which is a really it's not a bad movie, but it's very dark and it's just it's disturbing and in not good ways. And he knew immediately, like, this is not going to go over well. And then his kind of idea, and I like this approach because this is how I feel, like, the beginning of fall to me is just fun. Like, there's just so much going on. The leaves are changing. The weather's changing, depending on where you live. And uh, <laughs> football starting. And it's just everybody just seems to be starting to get in a good mood because the holidays are coming up. You know, so it's just a fun time. So, like, when I'm watching horror movies in October, I tend to go more with the fun stuff. Like, I tend – I'm not probably not watching, like uh, – Ari Aster, Ari Aster, or whatever. Uh, like, yeah, yeah. I'm not watching Hereditary in October. Right, it's not happening. That's a midsummer. I'm tired of all the blockbusters. I need to watch or Saw some. Three or Saw Three. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, but there are a lot of like, but I mean, it's not, and it's not just like kids stuff. I mean, he talks about like the Halloween films and the Friday the Thirteenth films and all this stuff. But it's just a really cool book that just kind of there are like hundreds of films in there for you to check out. And um, I just think for all these people that are casual viewers and they do like to watch stuff around this time and they don't really know where to go, this is just a book that uh, will definitely help you out. Um, and I know he's talked about doing an updated version. To the best of my knowledge, he has not done that yet. Uh, but this is from 2014. It's called Pumpkin Cinema. Very nice. And it's, uh, like I said, it's written by Nathan Toll. You can definitely get it on Amazon. Libraries might have it. I, I'm not sure because I own it, so I haven't checked with my library. I'm sure it's on Kindles and, you know, ebooks and all that fun stuff. But is that uh, a w- I look at it every year still and try to see what have I not watched in a yeah, while. Yeah, just get some ideas from yeah, it, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah totally. Uh, is it a play on Pumpkin Cinnamon? Is, it, uh, is that what it, I don't think so. I think he's just he's pumpkin because of Halloween. Right. And then it's horror okay. cinema. So I think that, also I want to just really quick shout out before Danae wraps me up. Um, <laughs> Would you wrap it up, guys? <laughs> I find it really odd. The horror community, for the most part, is just one of the most embracing communities out there as far as film fans go. Some of the nicest people in the world. But I have discovered over the last couple of years, especially with social media around this time, you get this one group, and it's probably not that many people, but you get this one group that'll tweet out this crap about like, oh, they're watching movies, you know, just in October, and we watch movies 360. Yeah, we're the real year. horror yeah. fans. Uh, uh, seriously, when to go fuck yourself. Um <laughs> Why don't you just like talk to that person and actually give them some ideas of movies they could watch? And for all you casual horror movie goers or just anyone that only likes to watch horror movies in October, enjoy the fuck out of the month and watch whatever you want. And Thank you. Have a I, good time. This is a great way to finish it because uh, it doesn't just go for horror movies. Oh, we no. have humans have this thing where 
we like uh, we want to say we were there first and anybody who's yeah. we, we call people yeah. bandwagon fans yeah. and I it's saw, like i saw dave matthews at a frat party right and it's like yeah. you know prove our bona fides or whatever <laughs> when when if you really love something you should be thrilled that somebody else is finding enjoyment in it no matter how they found their Absolutely. way in so yeah no I, I totally agree I love I love all the anybody wants to come at me on Twitter or come at me, but like uh, tweet at me, D, you know, DM me asking like for some recommendations or just what I like to watch or just wants to have a conversation with me about something you watched. I am I'm down for it, man. I enjoy it so much fun. Very cool. Well, that's going to wrap it up for Behind the Sins this week. Don't forget to make sure you are subscribed and go ahead and leave a comment or rating as well. You can hang out with us on Twitter. I'm at Aaron Dicer. She is at Danae Says. That's D-E-N-E-E-S-A-Y-S. And he is at Sam Loomis 13. So for Jonathan Watkins, Danae Hughes, and myself, we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. Send any feedback to BehindTheSendsPod at gmail.com. And be sure to subscribe or message us at Twitter. And be sure to visit cinemasins.com. When I put headphones on, I tend to go radio guy a little bit because yeah. I hear my voice and I want to sound cool. But I'm already being attacked by the cats because the cats came back the very next day. Oh, I'm very allergic to cats. So- Ooh! Jonathan's yeah. stripping in the studio. I'm going to need to have Kleenexes. <laughs> and it begins. <laughs> oh, no. The entire podcast is going to be me sneezing. Well, we can... Uh, we can... <laughs> we can uh, Man, I'm glad the entire outtakes are just going to be sneeze after sneeze after sneeze. Jeez. <laughs> I'll, just, I'll just pile them it's all together. Like as the one. bonus round? Yeah, just a bonus round of sneezes. <laughs> and then the ding counter? Yeah, play the Mario theme underneath. Quick question. Yeah. Do we have Wi-Fi here? Yes. Uh, yeah, it's cinema. I, I'm okay, not, I'm going to guess the password. I said poopy cats, so. Give me go and it's him. right. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm not kidding. I'm really allergic to cats. You just got to use the power of your mind to control your, yeah. your body. You believe in that, right? Yeah, totally. Like the mind is totally yeah, powerful, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? I'm with you, yeah. So you don't have cat allergies today. No, I, this is no. just a flu. Can you believe it, though? Yeah, like, that's I believe the thing. It. I believe it. Yeah, I'm then totally you'll be good. fine. This then, is this is just a strange beginning of my morning. Yeah, yeah. You're just tired and morning. It has nothing to do with cats. You know, even that doesn't even bother you. No, and you know what I'm gonna think about every time I sip this latte, it's giving me antihistamine That's powers. Right. That's right. This is Absolutely. an antihistamine latte. Yes, it's a han- antihistamine. It's a, oh, an antihistamine, please. <laughs> Could I have a vanilla a decaf vanilla antihistamine, please? <laughs> See, it's working already. I know. It's it's great. I need to also tell my brain to work on the inflammation in my eyes right now, too, because I think... <laughs> Are you going to be okay to talk to us, but with the microphone at your ear? You might want to... Oh, no, I just, I'll just adjust it like this. And then just talk to the wall? That's what you usually do when we're on the show anyway, because you're in a totally different space. <laughs> yeah. I don't, make, I don't make good eye contact, according to my wife, anyway, so this is probably just for the best. Mm. Is that, what does that say about you psychologically? Uh, you can ask my psychologist, I guess. Ooh, okay. What's his number? <laughs> or her. <laughs> Actually, when I first met my husband, he never mm. made eye contact ever. He would just look at, he would look at my chin or my lower lip. And I asked him one day, like, do you realize you never look at my face, like in my eyes? And he had no idea. And he, it just made him uncomfortable. Eye contact made him uncomfortable. At least he wasn't just like looking at your chest. He could have been. <laughs> <laughs> I just heard you dinging. All I want to do is ding-a-ding-ding. 
Just shake your rump. Okay, so even though it's warm in here, I'm gonna keep this scarf on because I'm gonna call this my sneeze guard. And I'm just gonna pull my scarf up. But you're not gonna sneeze anymore. Oh, I, that's your, true. Your I brain, haven't since no, my brain you, took over. But see, yeah. I can still look at you, see? What's yeah, up? We're good. What's, what's up? up? What's up? <laughs> what's I'm not, up? I'm not, what's up? I'm not, that's the whole podcast today. I'm not hey, staring hey, at your up? chest, I promise. Okay. We're all in the same we're all in the we're all in the same I room. am staring at Aaron's. Right. Well, there's less of it now. Yeah, it's interesting. It's I don't a great shrink. No, you have uh, I do. You you have definitely lost some weight. I have lost I have lost my boobs. How many how many weights have you lost? I have lost currently about sixty three weights. Wow. Yeah. That's a lot of weights. There's a lot of weights. Yeah, the tweet started March of 2018. It's, interestingly enough, my very first, hey, I'm doing this, let's do it publicly tweet about getting healthy was two weeks before I died. <laughs> oh, wow. So it was like... And you lost weight while I you were I definitely down. lost weight that weekend. <laughs> and I'm so glad that you came back from that yeah. and have like all your facilities intact. I, I think so. It's been long enough. It's ninety nine percent of them. Yeah, you you know what you know what you have become more perverted since then. <laughs> so I think no, it's, I just it's, I think that's cinema's life. <laughs> that's that's my motto. Life is short. Tell a penis joke. Well, that's, that's your next t shirt. I don't want right. to know what my t shirt would be. To do, to do my do. eyes are up here, Justin. Is that your t shirt? Really? I just good. saw like a skull or something. Yeah, that, yeah, that could just be Halloween. No, no, it's, it's their it's like their, it's their symbol. Oh, yeah. that's it's cool. their logo. A skull with a beard. A skull with a beard. Yep. Yeah, that's not something you see every day. No, it's no. a beard skull. They they should have more like in movies where you see like skeletons walking around like the uh -huh. earth. They should have more beards. Yeah, just more hair in general. Yeah. <laughs> beards just and like body bandanas. Hair, you know. Like little have, leg hair growing like off the femur. Biker skeletons. <laughs> little chest hair, little puff of chest hair on the sternum. Yeah. With a shirt that says <laughs> my eyes are up here. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, something <laughs> like that. All right, Do you really ready? have a My Eyes Are Up Here shirt, though? No, I want one. Oh, uh, that'd be awesome. My Eyes Are Up Here, Justin. It has to say but, Justin. Yeah, but, yeah, specifically. But you I can go to Panama it, City and get but one. But I day. want the eyes to be where the chest is. <laughs> and then the writing the words on, on the my belly stomach. Button. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's actually great. I wonder if anybody's ever <laughs> made that shirt. That, um, no, no. That's yeah. really funny. You should make that shirt. That's hilarious. I mean, I don't know that you'd want to wear it. So it would say like it would say it down here, like on your stomach. Yeah, like eyes are up here, and then your eyes would be right there. Eyes on the breast. That's great. <laughs> that has to exist. It's so good you would think it exists. Yeah, let's right? find out if it does it. If not, you got to get a patent on that. Well, I was going to say, this, this is going to go public soon. So, you know, you probably want to get All that. All right, well, then uh, we need to talk about how it, if it's going to be a nighttime shirt and, a, and there's no bra involved, the eyes need to be even lower. <laughs> and then and the words need to be around. You can sell different versions. So, like a long for, shirt. Right. Like yeah. my eyes are up here, but it's actually like mid waist. <laughs> right. this, this shirt is for the moms of three children. That's right, yes. <laughs> Dear children of 1981, I have to apologize to you. Uh, my parents took me to. To Disney with a full-blown case of chicken pox uh, because we were not going to miss our day at Disney. Oh, my so. gosh. Oh, there's so many sick kids <laughs> in no. that park. Oh, sorry. Hey, your alarm's going off. Hey, guys, we're done with this one. On to the next All one. Right. <laughs> were you just telling us to wrap it up today? Yes, I was. Wow, we got a signal from Danae. Like, I'm hey, tired of this laugh track room. talk. No, 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 no. Wow, that was amazing. I'm trying to keep us amazing. on schedule. <laughs> I don't I... know what the timer. There's still 14 seconds left on this section. Oh, I'm good. <laughs> I have to pee so bad. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line 
prop or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. 